Yeehaw! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rad Dad Radio, Rad Dad Redemption, episode 16. Happy spring. I am here with my brother from the exact same mother, Johnny Creams, Cream of John, Cream of Egbert, Egbert Cream, Jizz Deluxe, brother from the exact same mother. Hey, John, what's up, Joel? John Michelle Egbert, how are you today? Hey, I'm well. I'm very well. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm excited. Dude, this is going to be a great show. We have so much to talk about this episode. Oh my God, I'm freaking out. It's going to be a good show. Uh, we have today, uh, we have, uh, we're going to talk about The Division 2. We're going to talk about some awesome news that has come out of the Game Developer Conference. We have a Sea of Thieves update, an Apex update, and we're going to talk a little bit into movie news, kind of playing off of the Marvel stuff that we talked about last episode, which will lead into a very awesome new bracket. Top 3 has evolved into March Dadness. That's right. Every week while March Madness is going on, we have an awesome bracket, and we're going to break it down for you guys. So this will be a great show to join us on Mixer. We'll talk more about that soon. Ladies and gentlemen... Welcome to Rad Dad Radio. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Uh, 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 Turn the music up in the headphones. You can go and brush your shoulders off, nigga. I got you. Uh, yeah. If you're feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too. Go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby. Don't forget that boy told you. Those shoulders off. Happy spring, cream. Ladies can be pimps too. I don't know if you knew this, Joel. <laughs> they can be pimps. A lot of people didn't know that. <laughs> Some people don't know that. I know. Um, it's been gorgeous out here in Colorado, man. How's it been out in uh, Columbus, Ohio? Oh, it goes up and down, buddy. It goes yeah. up and down. Yeah. 32 up. one day, uh, you know, almost 70 another. It's spring, baby. It's here. Spring. Today's the first day of spring. First Let's go. First day of spring. I can feel it. It was nice up here. Um, cool. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rad Dad Radio. Like we said at the top of the show, you picked a good one. We are in episode 16, and we have one hell of a show for you guys. Uh, big thanks out to Madeira. Madeira is an outdoor clothing goods company. Thank you for those. I checked today. There's been uh, several of you that have poked around and clicked on the, our Madeira link. You can find that in our all of our show notes um, on your favorite podcast network. Just look at the show details, and you will be able to see all of our show notes, including our very special Madeira link where you can get great discounts on even greater outdoor gear. 
hammocks and tents and chairs and hats and shirts and sunglasses and pocket knives and all kinds of awesome stuff. If that's something that you need as this warm spring is coming and the snow is thawing, you're thinking about getting out into the wilderness, then uh, go ahead and check out Madeira.com. We are also uh, proud members of Podcast Right Now. Podcast Right Now is our sister podcast, and they do an awesome job of talking about all kinds of great things. It's a group of guys that get together and just really uh, bond and connect over things like movies and games and trivia and current events and books from the future. And uh, I, uh, Cream, I heard that you guys are going to be releasing your very first audiobook. Is that right? It's a possibility. It's a strong possibility. Uh, chapters have been um, revealed from the future by our, our one and only TV's Joe Gazzaro. Um, there's a slight chance he might be joining us tonight, so fingers oh, crossed there. Yeah, going to meet the man, the myth, the legend, TV's Joe Gazzaro. Um, we have a new segment this show I want to give everyone a heads up on. It's an AMA. It's a Ask Me Anything sec- section. So if you are on Mixer right now, you are, uh, you've chosen the best way to listen to Rad Dad Radio. You can interact with the show, participate in our trivia, and when we do these brackets, it's a really great way to help us break some tiebreakers is to get some input from our listeners. So uh, go ahead and hop on to Mixler.com. We go live Wednesdays sometime between 8 and 9 o'clock Mountain Time, 10 and 11 o'clock eastern standard time and that is a that's a a great way just to be a part of the show get to know us a little bit more personally and we do appreciate um, your participation so if you do have a question we will be asking these towards the end of the show so just go ahead and throw them in mixler and we will respond to those when we get to that section and uh yeah i think uh, a couple other uh, fun ways to connect with us we are on discord you can search us at Rad Dad Radio, Rad Dad Redemption everywhere. We're also on all your favorite social media. Our Facebook group is starting to become somewhat robust. And our Instagram is probably the most current way to see what we're up to and to get reminders of upcoming shows. We are also on Patreon. And I was asked by one of our listeners, Cream, to talk about our Patreon tiers. So if you guys will humble me just for a second, I will tell you about these tiers. So for buck ninety nine a month... Um, that is, I, I used to be a pack of like smokes or a uh, big league chew, but I don't know what you can get now for $2 a month, but for $2 a month, um, you are considered a buckaroo and we appreciate your support at, uh, $4.99 a month. Uh, you get a mention at the end of every single episode, um, as, as part of our special thanks at $9.99 a month, you're a slum guzzler. You get a mention every episode, and we will send out a very special Rad Dad sticker. Cream, we're working on some new artwork, aren't we? Yeah, we got some great artwork coming up. Uh, all the Rad Dad fans, we're gonna we're gonna do some stickers. Put that shit on your laptop, on your on your uh, on your messenger bag. We'll do uh, patches. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Yeah, I want to get some hats. I think hats would be great. Oh yeah, well, and that brings us to our next tier, fourteen ninety nine a month. Um, that's a, you're looking at Netflix subscription right there, and that will get you a, an exclusive Rad Dad shirt, which is uh, uh, we do that through. Oh God, what was the name? Mm, that shows how good I know our sponsors. It's a uh, 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 you'll get a cool shirt. Yeah, uh, it's called Catawampus. Next one is a Jabberwocky. That's twenty bucks a month. You get a sticker, a shirt, and you get a re- recommend a movie or game that we will have to watch and discuss 
on the show. You will also get a a one of a piece original, one of a kind original piece of artwork, um, and an interview on the cast. That is a, that's a lot for twenty bucks a month. So we'll get you on the show. You'll get a, a shirt. You get to recommend a segment, um, and you get an original piece of art. And then for the legend status, that's a hundred dollars a month. You get it all, folks. You get it all. Um, you get to come on to the show as a guest, and you will get um, exclu- an, a free admission into our very first Rad Dad Retreat set for the year 2020. The year 2020 will be is what our hopes are for uh, the Rad Dad Retreat. Now, what are we going to do with this money? we got a couple things coming up. I mentioned we want to get a new mixer board. We want to go analog with the show. It actually produces a little bit better sound quality and a whole lot less technical issues. So that is something that we're looking at moving into. But the new exciting thing, Cream, and feel free to jump in on this, is we are wanting to make this a live video stream YouTube show. And uh, that means all of our music will have to go away. But Absolutely. Uh, we'll figure that out as we get there. But um, that is the next thing that we want to go to. So we will need a couple pieces of equipment, specifically something called a TriCaster, which allows us to be on YouTube and Mixler uh, simultaneously. So um, please help us out, guys. Uh, give, us, give, us, give us a shot, will you? Um, and I'll tell you what, the other thing that we are going to start working on is some uh, Patreon content as well, too. So some exclusive content. PCRN is releasing that audiobook via its Patreon, so we're going to be doing something similar. Um, so just look forward to that. We also talked about giving away some better prizes um, more frequently, video games, uh, gift cards, uh, Madeira goods, things like that. So check out our Patreon. Check out all our links in the show notes, and we will be very appreciative. Um, if you don't have a computer and you're listening to this via shortwave radio uh, and you want to give us a phone call, you can call us at 970-368-5694 or 970-FOWLOX4. You can also text that number as well. So you can text messages to us or give us a call. Feel free to be silly, and if it's up to snuff, we'll put it up on the show. All right. Um, John, for the new listeners out there, for the ever-growing community of dads and gamers, dorks, dudes, and dames, what have they put in their heads today? What are they listening to? Rad Dad Redemption. Oh, boy. Let's get into it. What is what is Rad Dad Redemption? Um, well... I'll tell you what it is. You know, you're. You, 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 there's all these video games out there. It's 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 the best time in the world ever in history to be a gamer. But then here's what you did: you messed up. You went ahead and you made yourself a family. Uh, maybe you didn't mess up. Maybe that was your plan all along. Wherever you're coming from, this podcast for is for you because there's all these games coming out. You're saying, "Why should I bother? I'm a father. What are you gonna do?" You got to balance it. That's what that's what we're all about here at Rad Dad Redemption. You got to balance that gaming. Nap times exist. Um, <laughs> there there might be a morning where the wife is uh, on board with taking the child to daycare or school or whatever whatever you take your child to. You might take your child to somewhere. Um, well, here at Rad Dad Redemption, we support critical game reviews and also critical father reviews we want you to be a great dad we want you to be a great gamer we we want to unlock the achievements but more than that we want to unlock rich 
and long-lasting, meaningful memories with our children. We want to form excellent human beings for the future, yet we have this thing we love. It's called video games. <laughs> yeah. You got one in each hand, you know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's a tricky situation, but it can be done. And yeah. here at Rad Dad Redemption, we're going to walk you through it. <laughs> we're going to get you there. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Well done. Um, our kids are growing, so you, uh, they'll grow with the show, as you will. And we will have lots of new, fun, life-affirmating things uh, happening to us. So thank you, as always, for tuning in to Rad Dad Radio. <laughs> Here's another fun fact about children. Yeah. Uh, once they hit a certain age, they like video games too. So this is a cool thing that you get to share with your children. I don't know if we've really touched on that in the mm. intro of the show about, you know, we always think about these kids as these uh, these savages that walk around with their shirt off and want cereal all day long. Guess what? One day, they're going to want to play video games with you. And uh, with uh, Google's Stadium coming out, maybe we'll be able to do some split screen with them on some of these process-heavy oh, video yeah, games, some of teaser. these AAA titles, huh? There's a teaser. There's a teaser. A little, little show teaser for you. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, what kind of games did you play this week? I know we're going to talk about one of them, but any of them yeah. besides Division 2 that you played this week? Um, No. It's been Division 2, pretty much. As soon as I have a moment, uh, I am in love with this game, and I know we're going to get into it. Uh, Division 2, you gotta got to give it a chance. you got to download it. you got to buy it. I was so surprised by this game. I've been burnt by these looter shooters I don't know how many times in the past with your destinies. Um, and, 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 hell, even Division 1. I, I didn't really like Division 1 that much. They did a patch maybe six, eight months after its uh, initial release, they cleaned it up a lot and they balanced a lot of the gear and loot and leveling and and it, it became fun. I played, a, I played a lot with our guest from last, last week. week. Yeah, Josh Reno, music man. The Reno identity. The Reno identity, excuse me. Um, played a lot with him. Enjoyed it, but it wasn't like, you know, calling to me to come back. Division 2 is out. Uh, he is my uh, game share husband, Josh Reno, and he pulled the trigger on it because uh, him and I were chatting and it was like, hey, uh, what's the next game? What are we What are we trying to do? What are we getting into? And I said, you know, I've, I've, I've been seeing good things about uh, the Division 2 uh, beta that was out for a little while when they were mm -hmm. testing it. And I, I got it. I'm just saying, hand to God, I, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. This is a new feeling I haven't had in a while. Um, very fun. the The loot yeah. is real. The grind is fun. the gun the The gunplay it it feels powerful. The audio um, just it, and then of course all of this running on my Xbox One X. <laughs> the visuals. <laughs> it's a clean game, man. Yeah. Are you Are you noticing this? Do you have a comment? Should I keep talking? You, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I did the I did the red box treatment. So I went and I got a a special You're code, playing it safe. So. I got to rent it for three nights for like seven bucks, and uh, I played all three nights. Well, I should say I played like two and a half because the first night it took forever to download. It was like 43 gigs and then another 40 gig update after I downloaded I think, it. Here's what happened. I think you installed it, and then I think you had to reinstall it because the total size of the game is like 43 gigs. Yeah, Does that it, make sense? Like you installed it and then I think there was like 
I think the update one patch or something based on the retail version, and you just had to reinstall it. That's exactly what it was, because the disc version is the the oldest version of the game, so that's probably exactly what happened. But I mean, so here was this is what I liked about it. So, um, as I've mentioned in the last few episodes, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey still, and it has a lot of similar stuff. So, in terms of how your gear and upgrading your gear, the way it shows you if stuff is better. Um, with the little up arrows or the little down arrows, like all of that is directly from Assassin's Creed. So that it made me feel like I already knew how to navigate the menus, which for some of those military games, that can be a bear. <laughs> that can be difficult. Yeah. But I, li- I liked it. And um, I, I, I made a character. He has a mustache. He looks all right. And I, uh, I also like the exploration factor, the open world factor where you just, you can go to a question mark. If you get close to little things, they'll start to pop up. They'll let you know, like an electronic device is nearby and you can find story content, walkie talkies. They do this really cool thing called echo where you get to kind of see a scene from before this virus ravaged Washington, DC. All right. Just real quick question. Yeah. Um, Have you tried to walk through the echoes yet? Oh yeah, how they like spread out. And, yeah, and the, the first time effect. we did that, we were yeah. like, "What is happening here?" That <laughs> yeah, you gotta you know you gotta walk through those echoes. It does a really cool, pixelated, graphical like it just expands the models of the characters from the past that you're hearing the story about. It just like spreads them around your body in a really cool way. Uh, okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I liked it. I mean. Here's the thing, though, and so right before the the show, Green was pressuring me on whether I was going to buy the game. Um, I want to play with you. The That's one, why. The one thing that I didn't get to experience, which I think would have put it over the top for me, is playing with other people. I did everything solo. At one oh. point, I did some open world event where like four randos just showed up and started playing alongside me, which was kind of cool. Um so yeah, I need to talk to my game wife, Golden Bear. Um, and Golden Bear, I know you're listening. So maybe uh, maybe you check it out on Redbox. And if you really like it, then uh, let's let's talk shop. Because uh, I'm just if saying, it's, me it's, if it's something you, we will play for a while, then I'm in. We will. No, we will. Me, you, the bear, and the Reno identity. That's a, that's a night. We're like we will have fun. And if you feel behind in the game, because right now I'm a level eleven. And so is Josh. If you feel behind, the, apparently this game like scales. So if you play in our world, you'll get a little buff on your level. So uh-huh. you won't feel, you know, worthless when it comes to some of these firefights and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I looked into that. And, it defaults to the higher ranked player. Um, yeah. But then everyone below that will get some sort of percentage of increase buff. Yeah, and... I think it's important to know that with this game, I think it's designed for co-op play. So, you know, anything that you feel weird about right now, it's It's probably because you're not... Certain parts were really hard. Yeah. Like fighting those bosses. When I played without Josh for the first time, I snuck on one night, and him and I had sort of made like a little bro pack to like, hey, let's play this game together. You know, let's level Uh through and go to completion together. We want to complete. You know what I mean? We want to (laughs) finish. Yeah. Um, And, uh... Yeah, I I got on and I tried one of uh, the side missions by myself and I died a bunch of times. I was like, man, this is hard. Like, I need, I I need my bro. I need my buddy to like, because I mean we can call out targets. Um, and then the way the 
um, I forget what they call them, like the oh, they're called skills. The the way the skills work, you can choose skills that complement the person that you're playing with. So uh, the two skills that I started with was the uh, it's like a little health ball that you drop down by your feet, and okay. anyone within that I wanted area to ask will you receive. That. So that's what yeah. I got. I got that one, and then I got the you shoot this chemical bomb that chem bomb it lowers the called. health <laughs> of whatever you is in it in its cloud. Like it degrades the shields and lowers the health. So yeah. I was I was starting to say like um, one of my complaints about Division One, and again I played it same time when it came out. I red boxed it. I gave it a shot, and I played with Golden Bear. And uh, the bosses were so spongy in terms of the amount of damage they needed to take. On this one, I hit them with that chem bomb, and it did not take long at all to get their health yeah. down and to collect the loot and all that stuff. Yep, it's so, fun. It is, what was your uh, second? What I was your second say... ability? What's that, Joel? You you said you were trying to get Goldie on? You said. No, I said, what was your second ability? Because you said you did the healing ball. What was your your um, other one? It's the little uh, ball mine that you roll out. Okay. Um, I forget what they're called, um, but they're badass. And and then what happened was I unlocked like the second tier of it, and it splits into three balls. So it just takes the nearest targets, and three little balls roll out from my character. You just see them drop them on the ground, and then they okay. explode near the dude's feet and nearly wipes them oh, out, cool. and then you finish them off with a, a headshot or two. Um, cool. Very fun. So how many, as of right now, what you've experienced, out yeah. of 10 Rusty Sheriff's badges, how many would you give it? I'm going nine. Easy. Whoa. Nine, five? I'm having fun with this game. And they've... I've seen some videos on YouTube and I've read some interviews and seen some articles about um, the end game and how they're going to handle that. So level 30 is the cap, but once you finish the game, all of the enemies in the game take on a new look and they're a new faction and they're way harder. So apparently there's a lot of uh, replay value where you can go back and maybe like retake uh, strongholds or, um, just find them, you know, out and about, uh, trying to do the like propaganda broadcast and you can like shut those down. Okay. Um, have you completed a stronghold yet, Joel? Uh, I did the theater and I did a hotel. I don't know if those were strongholds. Those are, yeah, those are like your, those are like your bases that you set up. I'm talking about like, uh, it basically on the main map, it looks like a flag icon and okay. they're, they're all red at first. And this is a really cool mechanic. Um, basically, they're, I, I think they're called st- st- strongholds. I, I think that's right. Um, okay. Anyways, you go there. Um, you have to get within the zone. And then you fire up a flare. And oh, wow. You, you have to have like people, uh, like other NPCs, they come in and they help you. And it's just this all-out battle. But what's okay. really cool about it is some of the locations that they take place. Um Josh and I did one today that was in a subway system that had the roof blown out. So I couldn't shoot my flare up until I got to a point where there wasn't like like broken uh, roof and street like above me. So I had to like get out into danger, fire the flare up. Then that started the stronghold. And then after that, um, you know, all all your all your allies come in. Yeah. And you battle and there's like two waves of bosses and it's like a horde mode. Yeah. And then after you complete it, 
then you own that location. I think they're called strong points, maybe. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, I think strongholds is right. Strongholds, I think that might be, I might be thinking of Far Cry. Um, but anyways. Also so you, so you, Ubisoft game. Yeah, so you see, so they're called, uh, yeah, they might, I think they're called strong, I don't know. Anyways, you, you claim these points, and then you have to, like, go and, like, supply them with um, different... Uh, things in the game food water things like that and uh once you do that you you get all kinds of loot and it's i'm i'm yeah it's it might be my favorite mode of the game because you're in the middle of a war like it's just shit all around you enemies are coming in from all directions and you have npcs and who you have whoever you're co-oping with it's a really good time in the uh, the battle locations themselves are are super interesting so it's all it's all dystopian Washington DC and so you got the Capitol building in the background or the White House it is uh it's super fun awesome well um that's our 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 kind of week one review of the division I'm gonna figure out whether or not it's something we're gonna get um uh, the final thing we should have probably started with this but uh I know Golden Bears online but it's like Wildlands but significantly more detailed and complex um, and it, it has, like I said, a lot of similarities with Assassin's Creed in terms of collecting and upgrading your stuff and exploring the map. Um, but then it works like Destiny in the sense of, um, you know, there's certain missions and uh, eventually there'll be raids and things like that that you'll do. So it is, uh, they're trying to be that game. And yeah. I bet they were pumping their fists when they saw the reviews and all the heat that's been coming on Anthem because uh, that could have probably knocked them right out of the Well, that's what's funny is I was on the hype train hard for Anthem, and this ended up being my Anthem. Like, this is what I wanted Anthem to be. I didn't yeah. buy Anthem, but I saw enough reviews to know, hey, stay away for a little while. They're calling – like, some people are being cynical, and they're calling it – um, the division 1.0, right? Like the or 1.1 or whatever. Like the like what division one should have been probably. Uh-huh. Um, but I think they learned a lot from that first game. And then, as far as the anthem thing goes, like I thought anthem was going to be the destiny killer. I think a lot of people did. I don't think I'm alone. I thought this is going to be the new game that just takes over my nights and I, I grind and I try to level cap and get better guns and better attachments and better abilities and all this shit paint jobs for all my stuff, you know, and, and grind because it's fun. The grind, like the grind has to be entertaining and it has to be something that, you know, feels good, which to be fair in a game like destiny, the shooting and the actual gameplay, it did feel good. I enjoyed it, but it, it seemed to lack in story and it lacked in, um, I don't know, just the loot cycle. And then they would, uh, I remember, remember in destiny one when they did that patch that basically we all grinded on vanilla destiny. And we found out that had we just waited six months, we wouldn't, we would not have had to have like grinded that much to like get to what levels we were and yeah. light levels and all that shit. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Division Two ended up being this little surprise for me <laughs> that I that I thought Anthem was going to be. And yeah, Noah online says it would be the end of Destiny's Destiny, <laughs> which yeah. yeah, I think you're probably right. And then uh, Golden well, Bear asks if it's. I think last episode I was asking you like, is this 
genre possible. Remember? Uh, yeah, you were, and um, I was like concerned that you know not one of them has nailed it. I still stand by the fact that I think GTA Five is the best example of an ongoing MMO on consoles that is working. Kind of in a yeah, in a roundabout way. I mean, yeah. technically, I guess if you went down the checklist of like, is it persistent? Can you can you upgrade your character? Do you have a level associated with your character? I guess technically, but yeah. Uh, when I talk about this genre, I mean Destiny. I mean um, Anthem. I mean you, just you know the looter shooter. Like like looter the cycle shooter. has to be fun and and rewarding. And the yeah. way Division has the map split up to where there's zones so like one zone is 11 to 15 and another zone is you know 15 to 22 and another like these are it's almost like building levels into a game like this where you get to see new areas because if you go into that area beforehand which i don't even think you can i think you might be like level blocked out but even if you yeah. could, you would get demolished. Uh, in yeah. this game, if there's an enemy character that's one or two levels above you, they are gods, and they're going to destroy you. <laughs> yeah, it definitely takes some more strategy. It has, um, we didn't mention this, it has probably one of the best and and I and, and fun um, hide-and-cover mechanics. Um, like, oh, yeah. It's constantly showing you where you can hide, and it's all with the A button, but if you're if you're like 50 yards behind another potential spot to hide, you highlight it, hold a, and your character will, will like rally run to that spot and then hide. I think it's probably the first game that beats out gears of war in terms of a good cover system. Yeah. I like it. And when you, yeah, like you said, when you hold a, you feel like your character is being very tactical and, but it's really organic with what the map has available. So like you said, you look around and you just kind of aim at a different area, mm-hmm. hold A, and your dude does like a cool little military crouch sprint yeah. over to it. It's cool. It's pretty good. Um, Golden Bear asks if it's PvP. Yeah, that's what the, the black zone, is that what it's called? The dark zone? Um, that's racist. It is called the dark zone. Um, <laughs> it is cool, and it has a separate rank, uh, separate from your your story mode. Oh, that's uh, smart. That's where Destiny yeah. failed, I think. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, Destiny was... It's it's hard to talk shit about Destiny because we did have like so much fun and we did put a lot of hours into that game. We would have dropped it if it sucked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, I know I shit on Destiny, but... It was fun. That game... Yeah, it was fun. And, and, and honestly, we probably got our money's worth maybe it was how the dlc was handled you know um i'm not sure because you you would spend another 30 dollars and get another three hours of of gameplay and a couple maps and i don't know didn't really feel like it was worth worth the money um if you're if you're on the fence with division two like so many games right now maybe wait Mm -hmm. a month or so and and watch it drop 10 15 dollars if you are uh you know, if you're looking for sales, I don't know, but yeah. I I fully recommend it. I'm I'm enjoying the shit out of it. <laughs> awesome. Well, that is our, again. That's our division kind of feedback. So if any of you have played it, let us know. Golden Bear, we got to talk, bud. And that brings us to trivia for treasure. Oh, John, so early in the pod. Come on yes. down. Yeah, we've been doing it earlier. Um, for folks that would like to play from Mixler, let us know if you're in now. 
Uh, tonight's trivia has been created by John Michelle, so I will go ahead and shut off my chat while you explain where we are with the scoreboard. Oh yeah, scoreboard. We are playing for gold bars on the Rad Dad Redemption podcast. First team or first player to hit 15 gold bars will receive a 60 to 70 dollar fitted cowboy hat. Very exciting. The scoreboard currently reads me with two gold bars. Joel has three gold bars in second place and in first place, Nighthawk, five gold bars. Um, I'm looking at, yeah, and so basically the way we keep score is uh, between Joel and I, if we hit three out of five questions, we get a gold bar. If one of our Mixler chat members promises not to use Google and what answers the same thing three out of five they get a bar as well is that the, well I think I, what we I decided forget. last week was to make sure that we're we're hitting this 15 sooner than later we'll give out a gold, gold bar to somebody every episode so I would say it's ultimately oh, yeah. whoever, so they whoever gets the most themselves is what you're saying yeah whoever gets the most overall I would say gets gets the point and then yeah. if one of our listeners hits 15 before one of us then they'll get we have a custom Red Dead Redemption shot glass collapsible shot glass pocket watch it's it's cool it's pretty neat so yeah. that's the that's the award for those guys so I've used mine several times I, I own one so yeah yeah and then uh, we all uh, we do encourage folks to be quick on the trigger. So if you're driving your car, you might want to pull that thing over. Um, if you're at work, you may want to go hide in the corner. And if you're at home, you may want to tell your wife to shut up and leave the room. It's time Whoa. for trivia Whoa. for treasure. Whoa, that's racist. Um, also, just to answer, <laughs> um, I know we're starting trivia, but to answer Golden Bear's question, the the PVP, so like the dark. The dark zone on. Uh, We're going. Two. We can't go back. We've already gone forward. <laughs> Just real quick, it'll it'll take me ten seconds. The division two, they have the dark zone, which is like a mixture of PvP and PVE, and it's really um, sort of like uh, like uh, objective based. They do have a mode, and I tried it for the first time today, and I'm happy to report that I enjoyed it. It's called conflict, and it conflict, is skirmish. Okay and domination and i played some skirmish today it was just classic 4v4 that same cover system in a small area and all the weapons are leveled so it doesn't matter what rank you are in the campaign all your guns are equalized it a lot of fun had a good time we want to all right trivia are you ready yes i am ready all right i have to open my chat for this if you are in chat and you plan on participating please sound off now let us know that you are DTF, DTP, just just say here, ready to play, something to that effect. Uh, your uncle Super Shark is now closing his chat screen so that very he close. cannot see any of the answers and not cheat. Although he is very tempted, as that is how he has ex- enjoyed most of the success in his life, is by <laughs> cheating or shitting on someone else or lying. So we will hope no, that he no. will uh, stay true to his word and not use... His chat mode. I will his. not, and I would, if I was a cheater, I would be higher on the scoreboard. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> see what happens if I do this. Hold on one second. Okay. 
This is the point in the podcast where folks are eagerly awaiting for some sort of audio well, stimulus. Well, you know, you're listening to a podcast. It's a long, <laughs> long format situation. Uh, um, I'm trying to add Joe to the call. Oh. Okay. What do you um, think about that? Oh, here he goes. All right, let's try it. We may have a special guest, folks. We'll see what happens here. Uh, looks like Noah is uh, someone that plays trivia with you in real life, John. He's on. Yeah, we played tonight over at Time and Change in Westerville, Ohio. Uh, their team won. Congratulations, oh, congrats, Noah. Noah. So he's primed up. He's warmed up and ready to go. Is uh, is that Joe? Yeah, I've, I've been here for a long time. Oh, oh are you muted? <laughs> yeah, I was just waiting to be introduced in the green room. Well, oh, guys, okay. let's go ahead and introduce uh, Joe Gazzari. This is a member of the podcast right now family. Joe, how is your night? How are you doing? Did you find bananas? I did find bananas. And can you hear me at all? Um, yeah, we can. I'm like coming through. You I, sound I think great. You're coming through fine. I would say maybe come a little closer to your mic is the only thing I would say. Maybe I'll come a little closer on my mic. Ooh. <laughs> okay, Sam. Oh, you sound nice now. Hello. D- is this uh, the rad dad's doing it for the Lord? We, we, Redemptio? We do yeah, it for all I don't of the think gods. I'm in the right podcast. This is a Christian podcast where uh, rad dads, these were dads that were uh, thought they were cool in the 19, uh, late 80s, uh, early 90s, and are now seeking Christ in salvation. They've been saved. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're uh, catching us right at the beginning of trivia. Are you ready to play, Yes, sir? I know. I, I heard everything. <laughs> I've been waiting for a good Joel, 45 I, minutes to be introduced. Joel, <laughs> Joel, when I went to Adam, I, uh-huh. I looked up at like adding people to the call, and then I realized, I looked up and it was like, oh, he's, it, it says JG up there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, I'm I, sorry, I, Joe. I test in the Skype chat too. Everything. Do you have a um? Do you have a glass of wine? I hope you weren't bored. Uh, I had I had a pile of beers over here. I was conflicted at the store. <laughs> I didn't know if I should go for wine or a pile of beers. And you went I thought, pile of beers. I went. Well, I went both. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's start trivia. You guys ready? So the way the uh, this is gonna work. It, oh, you're starting the music up again. Here we go. The way this is gonna work is um. I will read an Amazon review, oh, Amazon.com review for a 2019 video game release. Oh, okay. Um, I, I picked them at random. I selected some poor reviews, some good reviews, and you guys just have to name the title of the game. Um, are you okay. guys ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. Oh, all right. I have to keep an eye on chat. I forgot that I'm supposed Be to. Be quick, chat. Be ready. Do I get to say things too? Yeah, you're playing, buddy. You're playing for a gold bar. Well, don't we have an advantage because there's a delay for the chat, or is there a separate scoring for chat? Um, the way it works live? is we, on the podcast, we don't answer until all of our participants in chat have answered, and we are also trusting that they are not Googling it. But this is going to be kind of a pain in the ass uh, Google, for them yeah. to Google. I think it's perfect. Even if, yeah, even if they wanted to. So, um, yeah. Awesome. You ready? Well, Let's I'll do, do my best. All right, looks like in chat we got so Noah, we got Nighthawk, we got Golden Bear. So that yep. is your competition. The first review. This is from Debbie. Debbie. She gave this, <laughs> she gave this 2019 video game a one star out of five. Oh, God, Debs. Her, her, her review reads, 
and I only tank like the first maybe sentence or two before they start giving away too much. But basically, here's your hint. Her review reads, As much as I want to love this game, I just can't. The game itself seems unfinished and lacking potential to what could propel it to make a success. These are Debbie's words. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Debs. Not, not an I feel English like she's major. from Connecticut. That's just yeah. me, though. There's, okay. there's more. All I can say for now is good graphics and an okay story, but other than that, after a couple missions, you'd want to hang it up. You'd want to hang it up. Okay. Debbie, one star. She says that uh, she'd like to give it, give it a better review, but she can't. She wants to love it, but she can't. Okay. What 2019 title got <laughs> wow, this review on Amazon.com? From Sounds Debbie. like my we'll ex-wife. <laughs> Deborah? Is that you? Deborah! Deborah! That's my Ray Romano, everybody. Deborah, Joe misses you. His bed is cold. <laughs> Ray uh, Game itself seems unfinished and lacking potential to what could propel it to make a success. This woman may not have finished high school. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, to go on Amazon, that takes some effort, so... She was, she was fired up. Well, that's what's funny about anyone that writes a review on like Yelp or Amazon in general is like, you're that type of person that you know what that sucked. I, you know, I'm, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna I got some things to do. I'm gonna write a review. <laughs> um, Maybe Deborah is unfinished. Yeah, it's possible. If you spend a little time with her, you'd want to hang yourself too. She oh. sounds like a real Debbie Downer, is what you're saying. Joe's Debra Downer. Joe's giving <laughs> Debbie one star review. <laughs> <laughs> Let's review Debbie instead of the game. Yeah. Um, chat is not really. All right, they had their time, man. Responding. Okay, they had their time. And I, I just hope I'm not doing something wrong. Like I'm looking at it. The last thing I saw was Noah four minutes ago saying, "Yeah, let's go." And all right, all so good. here we go. Uh, let's get. Let's get uh, Joel's answer. What do you got, Joel? Um, I'm going to go with Anthem. Okay. Joel's going Anthem. Joe, you've locked in your answer and you have it? Um, probably all my answers for this are going to be Resident Evil 2, the remake, just because I don't know anything about games from 2007 on. Okay. Okay. You'll do fine. All right. And, and so um, your answer is? Resident and, Evil 2, the remake. Okay. That did come out this year, right? And Cream, you may want to... I just opened my chat after I gave my answer. And yeah. um, you do have some answers if you don't mind me sharing them with you. Yeah, no, I want to know because I want to make sure I'm seeing them. Um, what am I doing um, wrong? So, do I have to swiping? Welcome to chat. Golden Bear uh, says, your shit's fucked up. <laughs> um, okay. Noah says Anthem. Golden Bear says Kingdom Hearts. And Night... Hawk says Far Cry New Dawn. Okay. What's the correct uh, answer? The correct answer is Anthem. So. Oh, bingo, bingo. Joel got a point. Joe did not. Damn it. Uh, who else said it, Joel? Noah. Uh, it was me and Noah. Noah got, some, Noah got that point. Good job, Noah. One day your pubes will okay. blossom and they will be uh, they will be thick. They will be dark. I wish you luck. Oh, um, <laughs> he's a young man. I am uh, fighting um, chat again. <laughs> looks like he's a wide man. <laughs> he's a yeah. yes, he is. Um, Joel, how do I get my shit to update? I'm I'm just I looking would, at it on my phone. Like this should. I would just close it out and open it back up again. 
but let's uh we can keep doing it the way it is i'll just okay i'll just open the chat as uh you're ready for after you after you've confirmed your answer you're not gonna yeah. be a cheater i promise i won't oh we're putting him right there joe's looking at it maybe we should trust joe instead um okay. i mean i probably won't score anything so if i do get one right on accident you'll know i cheated i mean joel is like a habitual cheater all right your next one <laughs> this is from it. peter this is from peter this is okay. a one this is another one star not a great review is this his repeat oh sorry is this peter uh does he ever go and here we go. eat a lot of pumpkins i was gonna say the same thing he had a wife and couldn't uh, keep her is what i heard yeah that's <laughs> also what i heard all right so his review her name reads, was debbie <laughs> why'd fucking leave debbie too she sounds like a real whore oh god all right listen Let's leave Debbie out of this and let's focus on Peter for a moment. Okay. One star. You I would want to focus on Peter, wouldn't you? Listen. <laughs> I spent hours running around. What is this? I, I spent hours running around on where you're supposed to go and what to do. Okay. These are sentences. Okay. That's one okay. sentence. Okay. I got past a couple parts, but after that, I had no clue where to go. I'm stuck at the power parts level. And the steps are really complicated. This is Peter's one-star review. I spent hours running around on where you're supposed to go and okay. what to do. I got past a couple parts, but after that, I had no clue where to go. I'm stuck at the power parts. Okay. Um, okay. The uh, power parts level and, uh, and the steps are really complicated. Okay, I think I'm. I think I have a good guess. Okay, I'm gonna say Crackdown Three. Well, hold on. Well, I did it. And chat. Well, is chat uh, in too? Am I really not getting these updates? This is upsetting me. Um, actually, I just looked at chat. They're not in. Chat just gave okay. you all free points, so give everybody a point <laughs> if it's no, right. No, no, I, I guess. got. I got. Po I got points here. I'm. I'm seeing it now. Golden Bear. Golden Bear's in. Joel, okay. you're locked in for Crackdown Three. Yep. John, I've got an answer for you. Noah's in for Crackdown 3. Joel's in for Crackdown 3. Um, Joe Gazzara, what is your answer? I think I, it sounds like I fucked up. Is uh, Did Spider-Man 4 come out this year, or is that not? It was. There was just a game called Spider-Man. Okay, that's the one I want to choose. Did it come okay, out this and year? We got, we, no. It did, um, or close. We'll count it. Um, right. Nighthawk, he's in uh, with Crackdown 3. Uh, correct answer is Resident Evil 2. Damn oh it. my god, Joe! <laughs> oh, oh, that's no. hilarious. No points awarded. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, Peter, you son of a bitch. You gotta stick right, to your, your guts, next Joe. Here's your next Amazon review for 2019 video game releases. This is from Raven. She sounds hot. Or Everybody maybe she her. was on the Cosby show. Yeah. Uh, this is a five-star review. Okay. All right. Five star. It's uh, it's just a fun game. It has a per it has per usual the same arcade-like style as the previous games had. Gorgeous graphics and fast-paced action. The story is a little weak, but this is the kind of game you play for the mechanics more than the story. Okay. Raven's five-star review. Chat, fire away. We're gonna let we're gonna let chat get in now. I believe my thing is working now. 
And what, what's um, going on with Raven? I remember she was on the Cosby Show. She did the Doctor Doolittle. That was a good motion picture. And then she's on the View now. Is that right? What is uh, she doing? I think most recently she's joined a superhero team called the Teen Titans. Oh, sure you're with the Teen Ripley Titans. Ripley got her in a, a Raven uh, character on Teen Titans. Yeah, my kiddo got her in a Happy Meal recently and was stoked. We watched that movie too, based on your recommendation. You Teen- loved it. Oh, we loved it. We watch I mean, it all the time. So, it is yeah. so full of laughs. They pack a lot of laughs in. It's the same people that made Powerpuff Girls and uh, My Little Pony. So, like, Ripley no. was... It is. It's the same animation team. No. Fun fact. Looked it up. I don't think you did. All, all right, right we're chat's getting some answers in on chat. We got <laughs> Noah's answer in. We're waiting okay. for Nighthawk and Golden Bear. Hey, Golden Bear and Nighthawk, pro tip. Don't wait on Noah to answer and then copy his answer. Let's go. Get your answer. There's I've... Golden Bear. Okay. I see I see Golden Bear. I see Nighthawk. All right, Joel. No, let's start with Joe this time. Joe, what is your answer? It is not Resident Evil 2. Oh, damn it. Um, we already said Spider-Man 4 came out in 2018, it sounds like, so I can't even steal that one. Fuck. What games came out this year? They I don't... Five prob- stars. No? Probably a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> Gears of War, the, the five, is, is five the newest one? I'll say Gears of War 5. Gears of War 5. All right, Joel, uh, your answer? I'm going to stick with Crackdown 3. Crackdown 3. Um, Division 2 from Noah Weidman. We got Nighthawk with Red Dead Redemption 2. How dare Golden you? Golden Bear. Kingdom Hearts. Okay. Uh, the correct answer, Devil May Cry 5. Oh, okay. The giveaway is the uh, the gorgeous graphics, action-packed, uh, stories weak. I mean, come on. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. That was a hard one. No points awarded. Uh, man, it's it might end up in a uh, Joel Noah or I'm sorry, uh, yeah, Joel Noah tie. We'll a see what jo- happens. Joa. Joa. Here's your next one. Amazon reviews of 2019 video game releases. This is a Lars Slate. I imagine okay. this man Sounds has like hit his girlfriend a couple times. <laughs> it listens to heavy metal. Yes. And works uh, out in his garage. He might have a Prince Albert, Some, if yeah. you're Lars Slate, you might have your dick pierced. He might, he might be, be like the descendants, <laughs> the great, 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 great grandson of a quarry owner that Fred Flintstone used to work in. <laughs> it's a lot of, yeah, it's possible. Slate! Um, <laughs> Lars Slate, he gave this game one star. This is not a good review. Okay. Uh, disaster. I have played the original for years and loved it. A lot of playing with the local multi- multiplayer and four of my friends. There were great user-created tracks. The writing making noises and the writers making noises and grunts doing tricks. Okay. Huh. Disaster. Played, played the original for years, loved it. Played with his friends on multiplayer. He played up to four friends. Okay. Local, local, multi- local multiplayer. Local multiplayer. Yeah. Local multiplayer. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, great user-created tracks. Writers making noises and grunts. Doing tricks. Okay. Answers are coming in from our chat right now. That's great. Once again, everyone is copying uh, I, the um, entrepreneur Noah I tend to Weidman. Make, I make noises and grunt when I play racquetball. Um, it's like part of my part of my overall game strategy. Yeah, I don't think you're alone. I think that's <laughs> the rules or something. <laughs> I think a lot of people do that. <laughs> 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 
Joe, do you ever play racquetball? I'd love to play racquetball with Joe Gazzaro. Um, I I can play racquetball for like 15 seconds before I become disastrously winded, and then I just never recover from that. Okay. I, I play um, – Joe and I play basketball from time to time, and I got to tell you, he – his body was not built for athletics. It's no, something about his no. bones or or flexibility or something. Good. But he just, like even asking him to run, it looks like um, I don't know, like uh, like he's trying to catch his keys from falling the whole time oh, he's running okay. or something. Does that yeah. make sense? Like he's yeah. lost control. Like he's getting his keys out of his pocket, spills them, and he's trying yeah. to constantly like juggle them around. That's this is how Joe runs. Not okay. it's not good. More of a statistician um, on the side there. <laughs> Yeah, everybody's in. Uh, Joel, let's have it. Uh, I'm gonna go with Trials Rising. Trials Rising. Joe, your answer. Um, I'm gonna go with that too. Yeah, you would like that game, Joe. It's very yeah, arcade-y. this is one that uh, uh, John has told me about numerous times. Being semi excite bikelish ish. Oh, so, totally, yeah, absolutely, totally, absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's see. Noah said trials rising. Nighthawk trials. Every Golden Bear. Everyone said trial. Everyone gets a point. Good job, everyone. Ooh, social. <laughs> That's never happened. Let's go, Joe, Joel, Noah, the Nighthawk, the Golden Bear. Come on down. All right. Here's your last one. Okay. Um. This is a tie between Joel and Noah. Why don't this you make from... mine worth three points? Mm. Joel? Sure. It'll okay. encourage Joe to come on the show more if he, if he wins. <laughs> Joe is now in well, first di- place with three points. <laughs> no, no, only if I get this next one. Oh. I'm out of video games from 2019 that I've heard of, so okay. it's probably um, not going to happen. And we didn't really like introduce you properly, but like... As far as Joe Gazzaro is concerned, he this man is a um, he's time a penny traveler. Pincher. He's a he's a he's a, a man who appreciates the history of video games. He loves video games, but he's always a decade behind. Is that fair to say, Joe? Is that sum you up? Um, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get more. I don't I don't think we need to break up the flow of the game to introduce me now. Let's <laughs> let's give the people what they want. All right, fifth <laughs> review. This is from Samson Wick. Four stars. Samson. One of the strengths. <laughs> one of the strengths of the series is the way it generates and holds a sense of atmosphere. Another is that it doesn't just keep doing the same thing over and over again. While there are certainly some callbacks to the first two games, this game strikes out in a new direction that affords a great excuse for more variety in the environments. This man is a fan of environments. Mm. Samson Wick, four stars. What 2019 video game release? Mm. Chat, let it fly. Joel and Joe, scratch your noggins. I'll bet he recycles a lot if he loves the environment. And that's probably also not a real name. Samson Wick. I heard somebody killed his brother's dog and there was a massacre. (laughs) (laughs) And then cut his hair. (laughs) And then cut his hair. That's a John Wick reference. Did you guys see that yeah. they officially announced Bill and Ted three, um, Keanu Reeves and Jonathan Winters? Is it just Winters. in production still, or is it still uh, like they just started pre-production and they'll be doing uh, principal photography this summer? Well, I'm there. Take my money. Photography. Yeah, well, this I'm is there. is this the same year he's doing Bill and Ted three and John Wick three? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think now we're due for Speed three. 
Oh, it should be on a train, a bullet train. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would make Dude, sense. They could do speed. I haven't even thought of that in a while, but they could do speed again. Like, oh, definitely. With Keanu, he's still young and hot. And- Sponsored by Waze. All right, we're getting all of our answers in. I believe we have all of our answers. Okay. Uh, let's start with Joe this time. What is your answer? All right. So the third one in the series, I think this is the time to drop Kingdom Hearts 3, even though okay. there are way more in the series than that. Okay. I'm going with okay. it, Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. Okay. Samesies? I'll go Samesies okay. on that one. Okay. Um, we got... <laughs> we got... Um, Noah with Crackdown 3. Okay. Golden Bear just accused someone of copying him, and he also said Crackdown 3. <laughs> and Nighthawk said Metro Exodus. Oh. The correct answer is Metro Exodus. Nighthawk, you Ooh, bastard. Nighthawk, son of a bitch. We have a three-way tie between Joel, Noah, and Nighthawk. Oh, good. So how does that work, Joel? What, what you got to come up with a tiebreaker. I had to pull a Demolition Man question out last week. All right, I'll come up with a tiebreaker. I'll try to come up with a numerical answer. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Um, yeah, Joe, the tiebreaker was how many years was Sylvester Stallone and Simon, Simon Phoenix frozen? Ooh, okay. So I, I want to say the events of Demolition Man originally took place in 1997 when everything was going to shit. Okay. So when they awoke in the future... Uh, his old captain was still alive, just yep. uh, older. Yeah. Um, so I want to say 2032 was was the year. So you, did you want the year, the amount of years? Yeah. So the, yeah, how many years would that be? Okay. Um, I can't do that math. So 97. That would be three plus 32 would be 35 years. I like that. Yeah. It was 36 years. You would have got it right, Joe. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Can I have some points for that? You can get some uh, cool points, some street points, some bro points. Love those cool points for a cool guy. (laughs) Um, I need to hang out with you more. Last time I hung out with Joe, I got a black eye uh, putting my head inside of a a bowling alley machine well that didn't that didn't have anything to do with joe that was like your decision <laughs> no but joe he was a sport he took care of me <laughs> he was like i was right there, there too and then there was a random doctor in the bathroom who used his piss hands to heal your wounds <laughs> i don't i don't think that man was a doctor at all he claimed he was, he was. no he was in school says to be a, a doctor, nurse you should probably believe it yeah anyway what what's the question krems all right it's a sad affair for this uh this final question this is the tiebreaker. Okay. Um, we talk a lot of shit about Fallout 76, Carl's favorite game, that poor schmuck. Really? There's a lot of Fallout fanboys out there. It's not his favorite game, but he's a huge fanboy for like the the series and uh-huh. uh, the developer, the Bethe- yeah. Bethesda, right? Yep. I don't know. Um, total units sold. Oh. As, as of... Uh, November? When did that game launch? Who knows, man. I have no idea. Are you are you waiting for chat on? I guess you have to wait up for chat on this one, huh? Yeah, it launched November 2014. So at the end of November, total sales for Fallout 76 uh, 
a game that I guess best represents dog shit in 2019 uh, modern gaming at its worst. Is this from a from a respected the... developer and full of bugs and unfinished. I'm sure a so, lot of their sales came from pre-sale. Is my guess. I shouldn't probably think out loud, but. But is this just for the the three people still in contention, or can I give a fun guess? Oh yeah, so you can just give to, a fun just guess. to be clear, yeah, this is units sold, so not in money. Um, yeah, I want to know how many units sold. Okay. For console and PC at okay. the end of November. Okay. I'm seeing numbers coming from chat. How, Joel, how many units did Red Dead sell? Oh God, like um, two hundred and seventy million units or something uh, like that. Something like that, and then we saw like uh, Apex Legends hit a new. I mean, it's not a sales thing, but uh, concurrent players or or total total players. What was it, like fifty million? Did they recently hit or something like that? Just just to kind of put it into a perspective there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we got answers from. Nighthawk, Noah, and then John Hill. I don't or Golden Bear. I don't think he knows like how numbers work or something, so he's not answered. But uh, let's hear it, Joel. Would you would you choose? What's your answer? Um, I don't think it was as bad as 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 I might think, but I don't think it was good either. Um, and I know for a good game, like three million is really good. It's, it's, and you said in November, so this is like the first month. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna probably I'll split the. Mm, I'll say 1.3 million. 1.3 million units sold. Okay. I know you looked it up. Mm, I did not. <laughs> I All did right, not. Joe. I was gonna be. Yeah, I felt. So I didn't realize all this about the numbers with what you just said about these high numbers, but I was I was going way low and cool. I was gonna go a cool one million. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I respect it. Uh, Noah said 2.3 million. Nighthawk said 1.5 million. The correct answer is 1.4 million. So we have a double tie. What? Oh my god. It's a double wow. tie. Wow. You guys each went a point million. I almost said 1.3 and, and one just to be a asshole, but I didn't. So good job, All Nighthawk. Right. Well, I got my next question already. Okay. <clears throat> it's another number question. Okay. Uh, John Leguizamo famously played Luigi in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, Super Mario Brothers was a fine film. It featured Yoshi. Um, it was uh, it was a it was a box office hit. It came in at a fourteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Currently, it was released in nineteen ninety three. It's a PG rating. Okay. Um, I want to know what what is the height of John Leguizamo? <laughs> oh, I know this. Are we doing empirical? This is a tie between um, <laughs> Joel and uh, Nighthawk. This In, is yes, empirical, of course. I don't know. He seems like John an Leguizamo, the freak, the freak. Wow, the, the pest. pest, the pest, the pest. Both yeah. The don't Google was... this. This would be so eagle, right. so so easy to Google. All you'd have to literally type in is John Leguizamo height, and you would get okay. the answer. Be a well, be a proud man, all right. We'll see if Nighthawk nails it. Joel, I can hear your keyboard. This this whole thing. I'm not I'm not typing on. I'll share my screen if you want. Um, 
Have, do you let's have get, uh, Let's get... I like John Leguizamo, man. I feel like... Uh, oh, dude, he's in everything. Are you kidding he me? He hit a rough patch right around the happening <laughs> with Marky Mark Wahlberg. Um, I don't know. Nighthawk, we'll wait for your answer before we get Joel's. Okay, okay. Actually, Nighthawk you... hasn't answered, so uh, Joel, what's your answer? I'm going to say... I, well, I like I said, I think he's average Just say height. say your answer. I am average height. I am five foot nine and a half, so I will That's also say... That's not average. That is short. You're a short guy. I'll say that he is five foot nine and a half inches tall. Ooh, ooh, ooh! Cutting an inch. Look at you. Can I give uh, a cool guess? A Nighthawk a fun, a said. Fun guess. <laughs> oh sure, go. Oh, you can. You can. The Nighthawk's not going to influence me, but. Oh, yeah, Nighthawk re- said five ten. Oh, I'm going shorter. I'm going five eight. He played clown. I feel like they didn't do that much uh, shrinking of John Leguizamo. To you they mean, didn't. You cut- mean the Violator in Spawn? Yeah. Released yeah. in 1997, Spawn? That's exactly what I mean. Uh, the correct answer is 5'8". Oh, my God, yeah. Joe. So no, Joel my John Leguizamo. It. I take it. Joel takes it out of shorter than I thought. However, Nighthawk is going to earn another bar, it looks like. No, no, no. Did Noah and Nighthawk tied. So we'll give Noah and Nighthawk a bar, right? Is that how we do chat ties? Well, it's overall someone's going to get a bar every time we play. If someone answers the majority, they automatically get a bar. And I don't think anyone okay. did the majority. No so. one did that for sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that was trivia. I hope you guys had fun with it. Different yeah, take on it. Uh, it took a little longer than normal, but hey, what are you going to do? What are we going to do? All right. Well, we got a lot of show to get to, and we're going to get right into our news. We have a whole lot of news this week. Uh, Joe, you're going to really enjoy some of this, so feel free to just comment away, little man. And uh, so, my dear brother, um, we have a a few unique things that have happened this week. Um, We have both enrolled in the Halo Insider program. So we are in the Inside Club for this upcoming Halo game, which means uh, we could get invited to uh, play halo infinity pre-launch which is exciting um and that has closed unfortunately so i don't know if anyone else got in there but um sometimes they give ndas so non-disclosure agreements we may be able to talk about some things we may not but cream uh that would be awesome if we got to play (laughs) halo infinity before the game released yeah as i was filling out the application for it i was just thinking like they would be dumb to not pick me because they have all my stats for all of the Halo games, and it is mm-hmm. probably disgusting mm-hmm. how many hours I've I've put into all their games. You know, uh-huh. I'm not the best player, but um, you want me on your team? <laughs> yeah. Um, in other news, we have Apex Legend has released a new character called Octane. Um, Ooh. Yes, he is known for being really great at blindsiding enemies. And um, let me see if I can. He's got the jump pad, right? He's got the jump pad, which they think is going to become a more regular uh, part of the game. He's also uh, faster. He's he can move around the map, map a little bit faster than some of well, the. Well, and what characters. I heard was that if you go faster, uh, you take health damage. Okay. So so that's a cool way for them to sort of balance that out, right? That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just a little spry guy that just runs around, uses jump pad, can get little to different area. Yeah, so that's Looks like new. a little meth boy. Little, little, yeah. 
We also have uh, a battle pass number one. Mixed reviews on the first battle pass. You can buy uh, the basic version for ten dollars or the upgraded version for thirty dollars. Um, a lot of it includes this new outlaw skin pack so um, they're going to be mixing a lot of that in as free content in those little crates that you get to open up here is the full breakdown of the battle pass so you get uh, uh, a bunch of skins uh, you get a new some new kills new season one kills um, like fatalities um, uh, you get new badges uh, you get coins included in that all kinds of fun stuff. There's not a lot of game-changing ability, like so. There's not a lot of new weapons. Um, it's mostly just skins and aesthetic type stuff, which I think is part of the reason people are griping a little bit. So, um, is that something you think you'd buy, Cream? Uh, ten dollars. Ten or thirty, if you want the like the bang bang version. Um, I would be happy to put the ten in because I've had so much fun with that game, and I paid nothing for it. Um, it was funny watching watching the subreddit on uh, on Apex Legends because a lot of people were just bitching, bitching, bitching about when's the bat you know when's the season one coming out, when's the battle pass coming out. Um, lots of memes, lots of half-assed attempts uh, for these karma whores out there trying to get clicks and hmm. and likes and all this. Um, and then, and then every once in a while, you'd see someone step in and be like, "Hey, listen, this game was free. Like, you you are literally bitching about something that you did not know was coming out. You had no expectations of. You you got to play for the last month. Uh, the, let them put it out whenever they put it out. And uh, yeah, I, I I would I would love to give Respawn uh, a Hamilton easily. Yeah, yes, I will buy the I will buy that for ten dollars. That sounds fine. That's awesome. right. Fuck off, Deborah. Yeah, yeah Deborah. It's probably Deborah writing all these goddamn Reddits. Uh, Her or Samson Carl. Wick. Um, <laughs> the next one is we've uh, we've been playing a lot of Sea of Thieves. That game of the week really paid off. I've been having a ton of fun with it. I played it a lot this week. Joe, I think you'd like that. You get to be a pirate with your friends. Enough said. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Um, but they are releasing their anniversary update. In fact, it actually came out yesterday, and they are adding a lot to the arena. So those giant kind of islands that are underneath the glowing skull clouds, um, that's kind of like a battle royale mode. So they're adding that. They also have added um, quest, so like story-based campaign-style adventures. Um, they, call, they call them grand adventures. And that sounds like a blast. So you'll get to go on kind of like a, a bit of a story-based mission with your friends. Uh, we also have um, you get to hunt with harpoons, which is hilarious because we were literally the other night just talking about how they need to add harpoons into this game, which means they'll probably be adding whales. And uh, the hunter class is now unlocked. So there will be new missions involved around collecting animal bits, I guess, throughout the game. We also have Treacherous Waters, which is uh, expanded ship damage. Um, you can have a, a broken mast or an uneven wheel, so your ship damage actually affects the way your ship handles. And uh, you also can shoot a harpoon at a boat and reel them in closer to you. <laughs> so that is all coming up. Uh, it's actually out right now in our new Sea of Thieves update. Uh, Cream, did you, get, you, you played a little bit with us, right? 
Yeah, I got a good night or two in there. Um, and then I saw you guys went hard on the gold bonus that they did. With a, I think it was double rewards uh, oh, yeah, just this t- last weekend. I saw you and Brogan on a lot. Yeah, I got to tell you guys about this. So I got my first banning from Xbox Live. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, I almost <laughs> forgot. You cretin. So, Let's talk about it. So we were Joe, playing. Joel got banned from Xbox Live communication. <laughs> yeah, they put How me do you even... Did he tell Donald Trump to kill himself? No, no. he talked shit. Oh, so, that was our so PCRN. Me band. and Jay yeah. Hawker were playing, and we came into shore to unload our gold and sell it all, and which is always a nervous thing because if another ship's there, they could potentially steal it. So you have to be very <coughs> excuse me, you have to be very careful. And we saw a lone boat. It was a sloop, which is the smallest boat, and. Um, we snuck on board just to see if there was anything in there, and there was nothing in there and nobody on board. So I did what any pirate would do. I took the helm, opened the sails, and sent that thing straight out to sea. I jumped off the boat, swam back to shore, and then Brogan and I found the player, AFK, in the bar. He was just standing in the bar. So we killed him, which means he'll spawn on his boat, which is now out in the middle of the ocean. So we thought that was all a very piratey thing to do. We didn't think much of it. Well, then Homeboy messages me via the Xbox message app, and uh, he says, invite to party. And I'm, me and Brogan are like, what do we do? We're like, well, I was like, well, let's talk to him. And Brogan didn't want to do it. So I, was, I responded. I said, nope. He said, why? I want to play. And I said, oh, now you do. And he said, I'm a big YouTuber on this game. He said, look me up on Google. And I said, Joe, you'll like this. I said, weird. I only found pictures of guys fucking. <laughs> Sick burn. Sick burn. Proper um, internet burn, by the way. That would have flown on YouTube, Reddit, uh, <laughs> uh, Twitter, uh, yeah. any any of the other formats. Uh, Microsoft, however, I believe they have a bunch of uh, very smart, uh, you know, technology that like they'll as soon as there's a swear word and somebody reports you, at it. well, he reported that's game me. over. He reported me, and I he got had, a message. Yeah. Um, so I was playing the next day. It was me and Brogan. You were getting ready to get on, and then all of a sudden we couldn't talk to me. And I was resetting my headset and um, plugging stuff in, unplugging stuff, all that stuff. And I see this message from Xbox saying that my communication has been suspended for one day due to um, using the communication features inappropriately. So I was put on a silent timeout during St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> That's right. Um What's funny is that we went through all that troubleshooting when we were trying to party. It'd be nice if there was just like a, a real big notification that just let you know yeah, right they away. Didn't like, make it yeah, very, you got banned. Yeah, they didn't make it very easy to find. I had to literally yeah. just check my messages, and that's how I found it. But yeah, yeah that's what happened to me. <laughs> I would judge you harder, except for that it happened to me like six months ago. Do you remember that? Yeah, do you remember what you did? I don't remember what I said. I definitely talked some serious shit to some kid, though. It was it was after a Halo match or something, and uh, he started it. But then I said a swear, so you know that's that's game over in terms of uh, you know the the Xbox monitoring that goes on. So yeah, awesome. Oh, the internet used to be a a fun place where you could talk shit, but yeah, not anymore. I thought it was a good burn, Jayhawker. See it. now, if if you would have invited him to your party. And said the exact same thing. You may not have been banned. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's I don't just know because how that, that works. it was in text, and a computer yeah. could read that and be like, "That is a that it's is a, a dirty document. word that he put in there." Yeah. Guys, fucking. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, cool. Well, GDC is um, we're in the midway point of the Game Developer Conference right now. It is a conference designed for developers, so it's typically a lot of um, hardware creators, software creators talking to developers about how they can use new tools to deliver even better content. And Google today announced Google Stadia. Well, it was Monday, but yes. Yes. It, uh, it was actually yesterday, um, but it was Google Stadia. Stadia is singular for stadium. I had to look it up. Um, and uh, Stadia, the Latin root, is a grand event. So, John, tell Joe, what the, what is Google Stadia? Joe, have you heard about this? Um, it sounds I mean, this, like this, a, this uh, actually like hit headlines on non-gaming sources and 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 other uh, news outlets and and websites. So, you know, it it didn't hit the front page of Reddit, w- of the, Wikipedia. Oh, oh, Reddit. Okay, of, the, of the day and time that I was reading the front page okay. of Reddit. Okay. Um. So yeah, g- what Google has been doing, and they tested it uh, in two thousand. 18 and they called it Google Play, I believe. Um, it's basically a cloud compute gaming platform where users will be able to stream video games to anything that supports Google Chrome. So most devices, um, your television, if you have a Chromecast device, your laptop, uh, absolutely your phone if you are not an iOS user, um, as far as I understand it right now, uh, which is a kind of a bummer for me um if this takes off and it does really well i might end up jumping off the apple train i'm a i'm a pc user as far as computers go but i've always liked apple's phones so um anyways joe imagine a world you're on youtube you're watching a gaming channel right you love you love to watch you know maybe dr disrespect perhaps shroud ninja maybe you're a ninja guy i don't know who you are maybe you're a ninja guy you're watching your 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 favorite gamers and and some of their compilations heck maybe you're over there at old uh uh, game rant or uh uh one of these other review sites angry joe maybe you're watching angry joe show and uh they're playing a video game um imagine a world where after the video airs or even during the video there's a link below the video on YouTube <clears throat> excuse me that says play now and you click that play now button and they Google has basically promised that within five seconds this game will launch on your internet browser and it has the potential to produce uh, 1080p graphics at its launch with 60 frames per second and running on a PC that can promise 10 plus um, gigaflops uh, of power. What what do you think about this, man? Um, I mean, what's cut out? Are they just figuring out a more streamlined way to sell you a game? The biggest thing that's cut out is a a giant piece of hardware. So whether you're a PC gamer or a console gamer, so this is actually, I don't know, you might be the kind of the perfect kind of customer that they're targeting in the sense that as long as you have a screen that has the ability to use Google Chrome. So that's an iPad, an iPhone, an Android, a Google phone, uh, a lot of the smart TVs, um, Xbox. Well, here's, like- here's a real, yeah, here's a realistic thing. They, they said um, in their keynote that they would support crossplay. 
the only big player They're in the industry that is yeah. not supporting crossplay is the PlayStation guys, Sony. Mm-hmm. So, Joe, maybe me, Joel, and whoever we're playing on Xbox and we're playing Rocket League one night, and you can launch Rocket League on your like the shittiest of laptops, so long as your internet connection is kind of decent, and you'll have near to near to nothing as as far as like latency and input lag. Uh, I yeah. mean, no, no hardware. So let me no, here, let no me... console, no, no powerful PC streaming. Hmm. All of this will happen at uh, Google's data centers where they have partnered with well, AMD. And it's and... limited, or I guess it's it's improved by two factors. So the quality of your screen and the quality of your internet signal. So um, if you have, they're saying, thirty megabytes or higher, uh, you will be able to run for up to four K and sixty frames per second. Lower than that, though, it'll still work um, with presumably a, a, a lower resolution. Um, it'll automatically scale down, they said, in thousands of ways. So they have uh, algorithms that analyze thousands of different ways to very subtly scale down the game to make it. So if your internet fluctuates, you know, your girlfriend gets on Netflix while you're playing Assassin's Creed or whatever, it will scale down in a way that it'll be very hard to notice. It'll also play um, Dolby Atmos surround sound as well as part of the the streaming. And uh, let's see, it's a constant internet connection. Um, Obviously no internet, you can't play the games. There's no download ability. Uh, Anything with Google Chrome, and the, the, the PC specs that it's pushing is 10.7 teraflops, um, 56 computer units. Um, uh, it has custom 86 processors, 2.7 hertz, 16 gigabits of RAM. Um, and then it'll be, be it'll focus on newly formed first-party studios. Um, Stadia Games and Entertainment will be smaller and aimed at highlighting the platform's unique capabilities. So they'll do kind of a slow launch on the games. First-party games um, will be Stadia exclusives, and second-party games will be exclusive and ones that uh, will have Stadia exclusive features. Uh, so they're saying that there'll be like party chat and Xbox Live style um, interactivity and user interface. Uh, the new Doom game has already been confirmed. And it has its own controller with a built-in microphone that also works, though they are, a lot of folks are saying that they are recommending a wired controller if you want the best response time on your game. Um, and then also, you know, if you're playing on a laptop, you would want to go ahead and plug that into your your router too, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you, yeah, I think, I think there are a bunch of different ways to streamline it. Having a decent router is certainly going to help. Um, I didn't mean to interrupt. Did was no. did you have more draw? No, I mean that's it. I mean in terms of some of the 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 eyebrow raises and some of the knocks again only two thirds of the country would have access to those types of internet speeds. Um, the United States is tenth in the world in terms of its internet speed, um, and South tenth. Korea. Yeah, is South that Korea. true? Wow, that's yeah, that South actually Korea is surprising to me. Yeah, South Korea is number one. Um, Germany is number two. Uh, Japan, China, three, four. So it goes on. All those but, hackers, all those gold farmers over there. Um, the latency is something that a lot of people are nervous about. There's already been people that are big fans of like uh, the 
uh, Street Fighter tournaments that have already said we we cool thing, but we're not going to use it. It just would not work with uh, competitive fighting games because of the amount of latency that could potentially be there. Um, and then, uh, unless you have anything to add, I, I do have uh, Xbox put out a, an official statement in response to the Stadia announcement. Well, real quick, just to give you a um, uh, sort of a rundown, because, I mean, that's that's the real problem, right? Like, so what, what, what I wonder is, I mean, first of all, I want to try it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that the deciding factor on this is the amount of latency, right? Mm-hmm. Input lag. Mm-hmm. If I push a button, how much time passes before my character jumps or shoots his shotgun or... And our upload speeds in the United States are extremely low. I mean, even with so, a really fast internet connection, you're still getting like 10 megabytes upload, you know? So just to just to lay it out, I found a benchmark study online, and this is what... I mean, this is Google's... This is their... This is These are their numbers, so... Um, on a PC running at 30, for 30 frames per second, when you click a button on your computer uh, keyboard or your mouse, it is 112 milliseconds that that computer will respond to your input. Okay. On a PC running at 60 frames per second, it is less. It is 79 milliseconds. milliseconds. Okay. On an Xbox One X, it is 145 milliseconds when you mm. press the A button that something happens on your screen. And that is in your house. Yeah. W- wireless controller hooked up to your TV. Just you playing the game that you have installed on your Xbox and on your hardware. Mm-hmm. Google Stadia has the... Or, am I saying it right? Stadia? Stadia, yep. It's. It Doesn't it sound weird to say? Stadia. It sounds like a... Yeah. I don't but like everyone, it. It everyone like made a, a fun I don't know. iPad too, but it'll eventually. It's kind of a weird on. name. Yeah. Um. Anyways, on the Google Stadia, so we just said Xbox One X was 145 milliseconds. Uh, Stadia right now has 166 milliseconds. So okay. not. I mean, that is like. It, what what are we talking about? 20 milliseconds here. Uh huh. I mean, that's impressive to me. Um, and then they also tested it on a what they're calling a worst case scenario. So this is 15 megabytes per second internet connection. Okay. And that runs in at 188. Okay. So that's still pretty fast. We're talking about milliseconds though. here. Very playable. You yeah. know what I mean? Like especially a game like, you know, maybe Assassin's Creed, or, you know, something that's not so twitchy. Uh, uh-huh. Like shooters would probably not be ideal for that. Uh, yeah, that uh, response rate, but yeah. I mean, j- j- so just to kind of lay it out, right? Like, so PC is the best at 60 frames. That's 79 milliseconds. Xbox, we're sitting at 145. Um, I think I think a a reasonable internet connection, which most of which we all have, right? Sure. We don't live in you know Australia. <laughs> we're not in uh yeah in Zimbabwe or whatever. Um. You know, 166 milliseconds. I'm interested. My yeah, question um, to you, my question to you guys, is this all? Is this all too soon? Is this? Is this like? Do we? Do we need a few years and 5G happens uh, well, as far as internet connections? Or 
that's a good question. So yeah. it's been compared in, in, from a technological innovation perspective. It's been compared to the first iPhone launch. So in terms of the leaps and bounds that this is pushing the video game industry, this is, I mean, huge. And they're saying that one of the biggest holdups is going to be data caps because that has become the new market model for especially like your Time Warners and um, I think that's called Spectrum. Like I have they, a data cap on my internet. Yeah, connection. so I, think I they're told saying, you that before. It's, it's, it's saying, embarrassing to mention, you know. Yeah, they're saying that Google has been doing negotiations. I guess Google, Apple, Netflix are the three big players that have been doing negotiations with internet service providers to remove the data cap because everything is obviously going in this direction. To put it in perspective, 4K content for one hour. So if you're watching Netflix, Umbrella Academy for one hour, that's 16 gigabits worth of data that's coming into your home just in one hour. And so that doesn't data- sound right. I'm sorry. That doesn't sound right. That's what they're saying, man. I'm looking at the, up you the, said at the 16 gigabits. 16 gigs? Well, and let's put it this way: a Blu-ray disc, a 1080p. I guess, all right, I guess that makes sense. That, a all right, I'm, I'm, that's I'm warming 52 up to that. gigabits right there. You Cause, know, because so. we have um, on our internet connection, I pay AT and T, and we pay for a 50 megabyte uh, connection. And about every two, three months, we'll go over, and they they put an extra ten dollar charge on there, and it gets us an extra 50 gigs or something like that. Uh-huh. Our cap right now is a terabyte. And okay. so that kind of makes sense with how much streaming yeah. goes on in our house, your phones, um, video game downloads. So just if I buy a new Xbox game, that's 60 gigs, 40 gigs, 80 uh-huh. gigs sometimes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it kind of makes sense. It does. And I, I think that's one of – so that's something that is we have to keep an eye on before, to your point, are we ready for this? The other big thing is – Apparently, this is the the best theory on all this is it's going to come out in some early form this summer. We have no idea how pricing will work. If it's a subscription service, if it's a you're just buying games service and it's like Steam, so you get a lot of free games, but you have to pay for some games, but the service itself is free. So there's a whole lot of speculation about this. But at the end of the day, I mean. For me to be on vacation and have my iPad and be able to play with you guys on something is pretty intriguing. Um, a lot of people think out of all the consoles that this is going to be the worst news for is Nintendo Switch. They think that outside of the unique Nintendo IP, that the whole idea of a handheld being a unique thing is going to completely go away. So well, everyone's kind of watching for, I'm, Nintendo. I'm, I'm sorry, for everyone here now on this podcast... Do you own a Nintendo Switch, Joel? No, but we in previous episode we had talked about if Xbox goes on the Switch, is that something worth looking closer at, you know? Right. But but what I'm saying is you know, the last Nintendo console I think I had, which I'm just not in that market, you know what I mean? I'm not a mobile gamer. I don't take a bus to work. I don't you know what I mean? I I don't have a need for like portable gaming and I'm not like a Mario, like I'm not a Nintendo fanboy, like all that shit I love and, and it's in my it's in my you know, nostalgia file, but like as far as gaming goes, I want to play the new shit mm-hmm. and I want to play it on my 4K TV and I want to play it on my PC, you know what I mean, that kind uh-huh. of stuff. Um so so certainly we're outside of the market. Um Nintendo, however, has this uh 
has this very weird trait where they are able to survive in a market that I think even today they they might not belong in. They seem like they should be a developer yeah. for a larger platform a cool and not Sega. Yeah. You know, I mean, isn't it surprising that there yeah. are still Nintendo products in 2000, almost 2020? You, there is still a, a legit competitor. You know. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Uh, yeah, it is weird. So the other, the other thing that um, the last little bit, and then I'll, I'll get into what Xbox has said about it, but um, is that it is gonna, you're gonna see a huge boom in streamers because it will stream directly to YouTube without using your own processing power. It will That's use. Right the cloud's processing power. And that is one of the hardest things for streamers to um, kind of get a PC setup where they're, they're displaying their game at the best quality, but then they're sending it right back, right back out to the world in the best quality. So that will all be done via Google, which a lot of the streaming community is pretty stoked about. Um, if at launch they can prompt, like if you're a PC gamer and you have a four year old GPU and a five year old CPU and you're a PC gamer only. To me, this sounds attractive. Oh yeah! Like if you were that person, that that to me sounds attractive because instead of upgrading your hardware, you could pay Google, you know, whatever they're charging for the service, which we don't know yet. They haven't mentioned any pricing or anything like that. Um, and not only achieve you know, these, these high end AMD, uh, processors and all that. Yeah. Uh, but also they're talking about stacking GPUs. I don't know if you saw the demo. Did you watch uh, the keynote at all? No, but I've read all the, yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Up to 52 PCs can be stacked onto your. Yeah. And so they're talking about stuff that can't, can't really be done on one machine. I mean, right. maybe, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure where, what, what NVIDIA, what their current card is, or what AMD, what their most expensive high-end card is. Mm-hmm. But the thing I'm picking up from PC gaming, and I, and I have a decent I have a decent setup. It can run most games, but it cannot run VR. It cannot run uh, the newest game on ultra settings. It can't, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, ca- I can play, I can play, you know, most anything on it especially something that came out a year ago or comes out now, if I don't mind eating it on the graphics. But, um, you know, if, if, if this is something that could potentially, you know, out compute whatever your monster setup is, and you don't have to continue to install new hardware and update iteratively, you know, and, and, they they showed this demo uh, in the Google keynote, and you and everyone who's listening to this that's interested in this, you should just go to YouTube. It's it's on YouTube, and you should look at this because it's I think it's interesting. But what they did was they did uh, it was like a demo of in in gameplay footage of these two like robots sort of fighting on a catwalk with swords, and they had like this lava water pouring down behind them, and anytime they crossed the path of this water in a very realistic way this water like dripped off of their shoulders and off their head and they said you know like liquids and and things like that like are one of the it's like one of the most dynamic things and one of the most uh process heavy compute heavy things that uh a a graphics card could ever have to you know yeah yeah put put onto the screen for you and 
I mean, this shit looked like some stuff I, I've never seen in any video game. And it yeah. was like, it was a demo, so it's not like the characters looked very cool or anything. But you were watching this water, like, drip all around and have proper contact with a 3D model in a virtual world. It was, it was yeah. impressive to me. So, awesome. I, I mean, that's something well, to think about, though, right? Like, if, if yeah. you could if you could be a PC gamer and not have to constantly update your shit, you know, and maybe for the, and maybe for the near future, we're still buying games and installing games and playing them on hardware in our house. But maybe in five years, this tech gets better. Yeah. And then that's a question you have to ask yourself, you know, so is it too early? Maybe, but are they smart for with their infrastructure and all their data points and all that? Are they smart for yeah, grabbing that, putting a brand out there and putting a platform out there? Probably. Well, and they aren't the first ones to do it. So, you know, Xbox announced Project X Cloud. Um, and so they had the flag on the, you know, in the, in the ground first. And Phil Spencer uh, put out a statement. He put out two statements. The first one was internal. It was in an email to all the Microsoft employees saying, um, guys, how exciting is this that the direction that we are planning on going and have been preparing for for the last two years is now is now the direction our industry is moving into? So that was like a pretty cool positive way to respond to the whole thing. And then he essentially said in a more public statement, just wait till E3. We have some big announcements at E3. So uh, once again, Xbox is continuing to funnel people towards E3, which means whatever console and xCloud announcements they're going to make are going to either match or even pull things in another direction from the Stadia announcement, which is exciting. This um, might sound real dumb, but what, like, what is Microsoft's relationship with Google? Um, so it's actually, that's, I, it's, it's funny you bring because, that up. Because the, what if this was one thing? That's what I, so in that's, a the, world, that's one of the that theories. That's one of the theories is that this Xbox live anywhere idea because, um, I mean, we've already talked about Nintendo Switch. They already have agreements with Android and iOS. So, like, we know it's going to be coming out in a lot of places. Um, one of the big theories is that why couldn't Xbox Live be on Stadia? And Stadia is just the streaming service provider, whereas Xbox Live is a game and um, user interface provider. You know, so it could absolutely show up there. Stadia has been very transparent with the fact that they are going to support cross-play, like you mentioned, and what is called progressive play, which means if they get a good deal with uh, Xbox, at the very least, my Assassin's Creed Odyssey game, I could pick up right where I left off on Stadia from my Xbox console and be good to go, which for me, I feel like that's that that's a minimum. You know, As long as that kind yeah. of stuff happens... Um, as like for those Fortnite and Apex players, as long as you're you can log in and all your stats are the same and everything, then I feel like you're gonna get, you know, the Hulu Netflix effect where people have both services and use them differently depending on how they like to absorb their content. So it's an exciting time, guys. I mean, uh, we could all be well, playing video games together on multiple devices, and that yeah. ease of use is gonna be cut down to nothing. So well, and what's I think the bottom line about all of this shit what's cool is this is only good for the consumer like this oh, yeah. is and and they and they know that you know yeah. like this only benefits the consumer it I also mean, obviously benefits... they'll make a shitload of money but yeah as far as not having to iteratively iter- iteratively um iteratively I, c- I can't even speak iteratively um, yeah yeah 
uh, like increase your hardware power at your home i mean if we could yeah. cut all that out <laughs> oh it's going to save the consumer money which i yeah. think is going to benefit um, game creators i think we're going to have an explosion in new game content as well because now you can sell your you can instead of selling just to a small console based audience or pc based audience you're selling to everybody so once again, it's exciting stuff. Cream, I'm going to grab a beer. Is there anything else from GDC that you want to mention? Um, we're, oh, fuck got, yeah, dude. Got, yeah, well, absolutely. And I will remind you of time, so we got to be somewhat brief so that we can get into I'll try. March dad. I'll do my best. So. Did we I'll lose right Joe? Back. Joe, you still here? He's on mute right now. Why is he muted? doesn't matter. I didn't want right. to step on you. No, I'm sorry. There he is. Okay, yeah. there you muted yourself. I, I I see that and I'm like, did I mute Joe? No, um, no, no. I just don't. Joe, know what do you? Work. I mean, what do you think about this? This is like hot off the press news. I mean, that was by far the biggest announcement at the at the Game Developers Conference uh, this year. This uh, this Google this Google keynote. Um, I mean, is that something you would go in on? I mean, I know you're kind of a casual gamer. But but I see you playing video games all the time. You play old games. You play. I think you're currently up to like Xbox 360. Uh, yeah. So I mean, if you didn't have to buy hardware, you didn't have to buy a console. But maybe you had to pay, you know, a ten dollar a month fee or twenty dollar a month fee, and you could play games online. And it it really just depended on your internet connection and you know what screen you wanted to d display it on does that interest you at all or is that because you because your your opinion i think is different than um it's going to be different than joel and i's where you know we're buying games digitally we are we're trying to be on the on the forefront of current tech as far as console gaming is concerned right right um, you guys do a lot more multiplayer stuff than I do, and that's probably for the sheer fact that you guys have had more current systems than I have. And so, if I get a 360 game, no one's really playing it multiplayer anymore. Yeah, but I'll um, that being said, uh, I, I don't know. Multiplayer doesn't really do too much for me. I think it's definitely an exciting concept, and so maybe after I see it in the wild a little bit, I would I would be uh, more inclined to get onto it, but. I'm still comfortable right now where I am, which is playing Story, older story games. based game, yeah. Yeah, older games that I didn't get to like when they were new to me yeah. or new to the world. Um, but maybe we'll see. Have you uh I you recently got Grand Theft Auto five on your Xbox three sixty. Have has this been powered up yet? Have you started it? Has, your... It has not been powered up yet. Okay. Okay. I just started uh, before I got this uh, Shadow of the Colossus on PS2, yeah, and I'm I'm three colossi in to sixteen. So, so listeners, just know like if you're if you're wondering like like what the hell's going on with this guy and this old you know this old hardware. I uh, I've been like I've been I, I mean you Joe Joe you can you can uh, uh, you you can confirm this. I've I've been up your ass about getting up to current consoles or current PC or current anything for at least a year, maybe more. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I, I want to play with you. I think, I think playing video games with friends 
um, whether it's a co-op story-based situation or multiplayer situation. Um, uh, I've, I've been on you for this uh, for a while now. Um, our our story, you know, and and you say we we play a lot of multiplayer games, but you know, I also play I play single player games often. Um, I'm trying to think of the the one recently. Oh yeah, R- Red Dead Redemption Two. Jeez, the campaign on that. I mean, there's been a couple nights where people have been messaging me, and I you know I'm I'm online on as far as Xbox is concerned, and people are sending me messages. Hey, you know, we're playing Rocket League, we're playing Apex, we're playing Halo, and I ignore those because I'm like, no, I I'm trying to get to the bottom of this, you know. Arthur Morgan situation, and I got I got a story to play right now, um, so I I think, I mean I think you should know there's there's both you can you can do both you can play your private leave me alone turn the lights off get get engaged <laughs> in a story, I don't uh, know. gaming and then there's nights where you got a beer, and you're feeling rowdy and you want to shoot your friend in the face and then laugh on a microphone while he but it's not just is, that it's it's like it's pirates and there's so much there's just there's something for everybody i think well and a lot of cooperative stuff where you're you're you are doing you are playing a story but you're doing it with a friend so it's it's like a shared experience yeah cream have you got to your gdc news because not at all i wanted you to be here to hear it asshole i don't want you to go pee and then i I tell you the biggest news okay we do have to be brief so hit me with it all right so I, I've been talking about GDC, and I've been looking forward to this event for um, a couple weeks, maybe a month now, uh, and it's it's not something I followed in the past. So, like, I've I've kind of kept an eye on. I mean, obviously, E3 that's always been a big one, um, and then in the past, uh, PAX uh, PAX East has been has been attractive. There's been announcements there. Um, and then developers individually have done uh, private events where they'll, you know, rev- do reveals or show gameplay footage of new content coming out. I recently got bit by a bug, and this bug is called virtual reality. Um, and I don't got to go through the whole backstory, but basically, GDC was slated to be and based purely on speculation, and that's what sucks is when you when you follow when you start a subreddit and it's um, you know, all about something that's coming out soon and no information is being released. And it's just all these sad men, you know, pining for new information, you know, uh, the release date, the price, uh, the, the specs on it, the, the launch titles, all this shit. And so the new, um, device I'm looking forward to and will absolutely purchase is the Oculus quest. Um, we were looking forward to GDC because we knew that Oculus had a, a booth there and they were going to be showing off games um unfortunately they they didn't show any new games one cool thing happened and they didn't demo it but beat saber uh the highest selling probably one of the more popular video games ever released on vr it's available on rift vive uh the playstation 4 vr system uh, that it that has been confirmed as a launch title uh, for the Oculus Quest. They released that on their Twitter, and then they announced announced as much at GDC. Um, it's it's not so much an announcement as it is like a. It, it makes absolute sense. Um, Joel, have you heard of Beat Saber? Joe, have you heard of Beat Saber? Nope. 
Okay. Uh, is that? Do you have that already right now, or no? What's the one that you have with a lightsaber dude in it? Oh, that one's balls compared to what? Uh, oh, okay. Compared to what Beat Saber is, Beat, uh, Beat Saber is a rhythm-based game where you have two lightsabers and you go through a musical game and all these blocks are flying towards your face and you have to cut them in half with the rhythm of the time and then there will be like huge portions that will come near you where you have to step to the left or step to the right or duck under them. Um, it is the number one selling VR game on Steam right now and on the Vive Marketplace. Uh, maybe maybe a close tie with uh, the job simulator VR experience. Um, so that so that was announced. Not a surprise to the VR community. It, it had to happen. The graphics are like not insane, so it absolutely would make sense that it would launch on a mobile uh, a mobile VR headset. Because the thing to remember with the Quest is that all of the processing and all of that is being done in the headset. This is a, a mobile chipset. This is not a, ha- a high-end PC. This is not an Xbox, a PS4, you know, a, a gaming PC. This is like a, a glorified uh, Android cell phone that, that's able to process um, VR graphics and things like that. Uh, the other big release was... Uh, this is huge, actually. Uh, and it's getting a lot of mixed reviews right now. It was the new iteration of the oculus rift and so this is called the oculus rift s and it is a mixed reality headset and oculus has partnered with lenovo who lenovo has been making mixed reality headsets with windows um for the last year or so and they've released uh, several different models um and i think uh i mean this is this is something that you have to pair with a pc so this isn't the new Oculus Rift. This is an Oculus Rift 2. This is Oculus Rift with better um, optics, uh, higher resolution screens on the inside, and you do not you do not have to set up the uh, lighthouse uh, outside in six degrees of freedom tracking anymore. This is an uh, like the Oculus Quest. This is an inside out tracking system. So room scale virtual reality and Joel I know I know, you're, I know you're rolling your eyes right now but when I <laughs> uh, come when I come out in like three or four uh, weeks uh, I'm, I'm heading out to Colorado it's gonna be great uh, I'll bring my um, I'll bring my oculus and we will yes, we'll put you in there and, w- and we'll give you a little taste we'll let you we'll let you see what's up Joe's enjoyed it a couple times I, th- I think maybe Joe you see the potential and and you're playing like the worst version of it because I only own the oculus go but uh, any I don't know comments opinions I don't want to. I don't want to just geek on about uh, virtual reality. If you guys aren't, no. I mean, it it all it sounds good. I just have no context for the game, so I saw a lot of announcements around that kind of stuff. But that's cool that um, we're getting some better stuff, I guess. Yeah, and and one thing I will say is, and I'm such a nerd. I was like literally, you want to talk about a rad dad, right? I had a Bluetooth speaker hooked up, and I had my phone out for the video and I was literally watching a live feed while doing dishes today. We had a shitload of dishes and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm washing all these dishes and I'm watching this live feed and we had uh, the YouTube channel. If you're interested in this stuff, this guy covers everything and his name is Nathy. He's a, I believe he's a Finland, a Finland boy. 
Um, what's his? Yes, yeah, his, his YouTube channel is literally just Nathy, I believe, N A T H I E. Um, and he's been covering a lot. And then there's also the uh, the VR Oasis is another YouTube channel where you can get a lot of information um, if you're interested. But basically, he was he had a guy at um, the GDC 2019 in line. And at the announcements, um, Oculus decided to not do a live feed for their announcements today. And so it was it was only today that the Oculus Rift S was announced. And um, yeah, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be the next big shit. Four hundred bucks. Got to have a badass computer to run it. Uh, I still have my eyes on the Oculus Quest just because I don't have a PC, and I don't. I'd, I'd rather spend four hundred than. 1,400 to kind of get where where we need to go for VR, but yeah. Uh, cool, so, oh, oh, a thought I had was with all of this cloud computing going on, I think on a long enough timeline, we'll get to a point where this is something where you could buy a very cheap VR headset and cloud compute that shit into your headset and play PC-level VR games mobily you know what i mean so yeah that would be awesome yeah, yeah. Noah, Noah made a comment about that too that's that's inevitable right because that's one of the biggest hang-ups on like you just said with vr is computing power so if that's something yeah. that stadia worked in that would once again it would make it accessible to everybody which is i think what well, and I, all and these I, game and creators I think that's, want yeah i was gonna say i think that's just like this the stadia announcement is like how many layers can we remove from someone wanting to play a game and then playing the game? Right. How how easy how easy no, can we make you're it? You're hundred percent right. Someone that was to on swipe the whiteboard card, you know? <laughs> in the in the in the marketing room. Yeah, for sure. All right, are we ready to move on? Cool. Unity had a really good keynote as well. Look up Unity on. Uh, on YouTube, Unity is a, a game developer tool. They, oh, okay. they, so they develop games, but then they also develop like uh, they're like an engine. Unity, okay. you've heard of this? No. Okay. Uh, well, just <laughs> give you an example. Unity was responsible for all of the netcode and matchmaking involved in Apex Legends. So oh, okay. you do there know you about these guys. There you go. There you go. Cool. All right, well, we're going to transition into some uh, a, a little bit of movie news. This is kind of overlaps mainly because of what we did last week. Um, Joe, I don't know if you listened to last week's episode, but we did a bracket-style breakdown of all the movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, Ooh. It, was, it was a ton, ton of th- fun. We have a new bracket that you're going to be, uh, I think, geeking out over here in a little bit. But yeah. uh, um, James Gunn is back on for Guardians of the Ga- Galaxy 3. If you guys remember, it was kind of bullshit. He was fired for tweets that happened 11 years ago where he was just making jokes back when nobody looked at Twitter as anything viable. And um, he also has been an outspoken outspoken, um, anti-Trump type of dude. And a lot of the pro-Trump folks went and dug up his old tweets and put them out in the open. Caused a little bit of an uproar and Disney suspended his employment Um, during that time. And I feel like James Gunn, I don't know, I feel like we would get along with this dude, but 
He made a new movie coming out this summer called Brightburn, which is essentially a horror movie take on Superman. Um, if you guys haven't seen the trailer for Brightburn, check it out. It looks awesome. It's what if uh, you find a kid in a cornfield with superpowers, and he's not a good kid. He's kind of, he's kind of a psychopath. That's uh, that's project number one that James Gunn worked on and finished while he was on hiatus. And then he has been um, um, set to do a reboot of The Suicide Squad. So not a sequel, a complete re- reboot of DC's Suicide Squad. And that is going to be going into production soon, which means Guardians of the Galaxy 3 won't go into production until after Suicide Squad. So we're not looking, we're looking at a new Guardians movie probably in 2022 at the earliest. Um, yeah, Real so quick, can, Joel, what's your hot take on this Suicide Squad? Like, can this be cool? Or I, th- I think so. I mean... Um, the, a, a lot of the reason it was what it was was because it was a movie by committee, and it, that's why it seems really disjointed. And I feel bad for David Ayer. Um, you know, he did uh, what was a cop movie with Jake Gyllenhaal, and um, oh gosh, it was like a, a found footage style film. Um, yeah, what was that called? That was a great, a great movie. Um, it's, it's really last, good. Last call last night. Uh, um, damn it. <laughs> well, I'll either way, up, man. Any, either way, he uh, he's an awesome director, and I just feel like his hands were tied. And you know, Will Smith got involved, and he had an opinion, and like you know, not that he shouldn't, but it just it just makes a film messy. And I think that's what we got with the last Suicide Squad. Um, end of watch. End of watch. Good. Yeah, that's a great film. If you guys <laughs> haven't seen it, roll a tear at the end. But. Uh, I feel like James Gunn is going to do it right and possibly do what Joss Whedon did with the first Avengers film, which is kind of clean up a lot of things and deliver a a high-quality experience. And obviously he can manage a lot of different characters based on his Guardians of the Galaxy experience that he has. So I'm excited for him. I hope this trend of digging up past sins and and crucifying people over them goes away. I think uh, people should be allowed to change and grow and apologize. And um, I'm glad that Disney kind of circled back. A lot of people think it's for money reasons, though, because if he does well at DC, he could create a competitor for Disney. So it makes sense that they they roped him back in. Well, also, Bautista quit if James Gunn wasn't uh, yeah, coming back. I, I heard Gunn is coming back, but I'm like, yeah, but is is drax coming back yeah drax i'm gonna need drax no he's confirmed in fact he went kind of radio silent and the rumor is is james gunn probably called him up when he was on a rant and was like listen dude everything's gonna be fine you need to shut up though (laughs) you know what i mean and so he uh, drax is gonna be back everything will be back the way it should be um so i'm excited to move on from that um it's just strange to think that suicide squad if this does well could become like the DC anchor because mm-hmm. those movies have all been pretty mostly miss. And so if James Gunn comes back and delivers a solid suicide squad, that's great for DC, yeah. but you've also got a lot of shit DC movies that tie into the rest of the DC. So are we going to reboot them all or? Well, and the other weird thing is like Batman, Ben Affleck's out. We talked about that a few episodes back. So, and suicide squad is part of the bat universe. You know, they all, it, it takes place out of Arkham asylum. So who's going to be the Batman in that universe? So there's definitely some loose ends, but I DC mean, see it's so fucked. They're 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 dodging potholes. I mean, I mean, technically, Aquaman's the highest-grossing film 
of all time at this point, you know, like they're doing, they're doing okay, but, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, they, they just got a lot of repair work, strategic repair work to at least get them to a place where Marvel is right now. Wait, Aquaman is the highest grossing film or DC film of all time? It's uh, highest grossing, first movie to reach a, it's, a, it's the fastest movie to reach a billion dollars of all time. I don't think it's, the, I don't know if it's the highest grossing film of all time, but it's doing well. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, and then our last news story, and this happened uh, today at midnight, I, so I guess technically last night at midnight, is the deal was officially sealed. Disney now owns uh, 21st Century Fox, all IPs. They purchased it for $71 billion. That's a lot of, that's a lot of cash. Um, Fox will now be, uh, it has a smaller division called Fox Corp, or Fox Core, which includes all news networks and some... Um, um, just like periphery type shows and things like that. Disney also owns Hulu, and that is going to be where they put some of their more adult themed content. And I guess they have a couple adult Marvel shows, and that's where you know they think Daredevil, uh, Iron Iron Fist, Luke Cage, Punisher. Like they think that's where those shows will come back is on the on the Hulu network. And they have also confirmed that all future Marvel content will tie into the larger Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is exciting as well. So that means Fox owns Family Guy. They own uh, The Simpsons. They own Alien. They own Power Rangers. They own Ninja Turtles. They own, like, everything now. I shouldn't say Fox. I, I meant to say Disney. They own all of these IPs. Um, it's kind of awesome. But anyone that's a, a scared of monopolies, I can understand why, because uh, you know Disney kind of owns everything cool <laughs> at this point. How much did how much did they cool. pay? Seventy one billion what was the dollar amount. Seventy one oh. billion did dollars. Did they pay in U.S. dollars or they, did they pay in Disney bucks? <laughs> I think they paid in collectible pens that you can get at <laughs> Disney World. Ooh. <laughs> I believe they were awarded uh, one billion fast fast pass too for the uh, wait. Turtles is it, was owned by parks. Turtles was owned by Fox. I thought they were a New Line product. No, uh, well, Fox when bought New Line that. Was a company. Bought them. Oh. Yeah, they yeah Years New Line ago. went out of business. Fox bought New Line back in the late nineties. Well, who owns so, Nickelodeon then? Crazy. Because I, I thought the Turtles had a show on Nickelodeon right now yeah i don't know how the ips are are peddled but (laughs) i'm really just it's all time warner right like it's all sony time warner um columbia because because who does disney fall under you know what i mean or disney is just disney right disney is just disney but they own disney is the master company there they need there's like three companies is what i'm saying yeah, it's definitely. But there's like three major down. companies. Yeah, it's like Disney. Yeah. There's like General Electric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Johnson the post office. <laughs> Which brings <laughs> us to this week: Johnson and Johnson, the post office, and Disney. <laughs> and P- and Procter and Gamble. Yeah. Uh, this that that brings us to this yes. week's March Dadness, Joe Gazzaro. And uh, I don't know if you're oh, a fan yes. of these brackets that have been circling around. 
But ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rad Dad Radio, where on today's episode, we break down the Fox-owned superhero movies leading up to the merger with Disney. So we're going to break down... Rad I, Dad. I was able to find... 20 Fox-owned superhero films. We have a bracket. Uh, I'm going to post this bracket. It is challenge, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E dot com slash foxherobangbang. Hold on, everyone. Okay. I'll put it it in the chat. Here it is. There it All is. Right. And what's here's what's cool about this. See. We did this last week, Joel. And yeah. It, and even if you listen to this late, but you had access to a mm-hmm. screen and you could look this up, I was just thinking how cool it was to hear us like argue all of our points on what Marvel movies should have should have advanced to the next round after seeing yeah. the 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 end result, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's really fun, and there was a lot so of even if you're listening to this later commentary. Um, Go ahead. Okay, I, I got challenge up. Can you guys talk amongst yourselves while I gather another brewski? Yeah, I did oh, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gra- fine. Gather a brewski. I did a secret piss in there. I hope I hope you, no one talked to me while I was doing that. I don't think so. <laughs> Good job, by the way. Um, well, God. and just to put you guys in perspective, so again, I put it in the chat, but for those listening at home, it's challenge, C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E dot com slash Fox Hero Bang Bang. That is the name of our bracket. You guys can uh, play at home, um, and for folks listening in live, you can view the bracket. We will need your help on Mixer, so um, we will. we definitely want your input. I'll wait for Joe to get back to talk through the rules, Ooh, but Cream, this is now. essentially... Ooh, very exciting. This is all, oh, Joel, you just added is, three hours to the podcast. Do you realize that? That's why I was trying to hurry your ass along, dude. But it's not going to be three hours. <laughs> Listen, We're gonna, man, we I'm pretty into well. VR. Like, it's, it's a thing, <laughs> you know? I know. It's okay. Uh, last You'll time, see. it was actually really... Guys, Joel will see. It was see. pretty nice and tidy. I'll see. Literally, so we'll do. We'll film listen, it. We'll do a live stream. We gotta wait for Joe to get VR. back anyway, so we can bullshit. Listen. But wait, can, wait. Can we stay? Let's try when to I stay on out, topic because I want to talk oh, a little bit. I know. I will. Okay. Go ahead. We're on topic. Game. This is a video game podcast. <laughs> okay. All of it's on topic. When I come out, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna strap this thing to your face. Okay. Because I don't think you've had a good trial. I don't think you've tried a good, a decent setup. Oh, you I know? did. Dave and Buster's uh, Jurassic Park, and it was really shitty graphics, and it blew my mind. Okay. So you're already semi-erect for virtual reality. I'm open to it. I made it back. I'm open to it. He's back. Okay. Joe's back. Let's, Let's do get the into bracket. this. So, Joe, the way this works is uh, we'll round robin it. So uh, last time I I had trouble keeping track. So I I have three beer cans representing each of us. And we'll round robin around. Um, The goal is this is brief. So I'll say the two films and then I'll go to Cream and then Joe and then myself. We'll also look at chat. So chat, make sure that you are um, putting in your opinions because we'll definitely count your vote towards how we progress each film. And um, 
you don't have to say more than a sentence. And um, if it's something you're passionate about, we're not going to stop you. But we do want to try to keep it brief. And if we get to a, a decent tie, that's when we'll dive even deeper and talk more about why you are or sticking with your original vote or switching votes. So we're this will be this is fun. Uh, a lot of people really like this and engaged with this so i'm excited again this is all the fox heroes this goes back as far as uh 1990 is the is the earliest one and um if you haven't seen the film that's okay you can abstain from putting in a vote that's okay and uh here we go so the first matchup i'll go to you cream a lot a lot of these movies you 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 probably shouldn't have seen if you have good taste yeah right (laughs) joe are you looking at this lineup I'm looking at the lineup. Yeah, it's. Um... Could you? All right, real quick before we start. Could you guys imagine if this was if if there was if these were the only like superhero movies? What a sad world it would be. I know. <laughs> well, it was for like from 1990s all the way up to yeah um, 2008. This was it, really. <laughs> yeah. Um, awesome. All right, start all right. it up, Joel. So, I'm sorry. Um, they're not. They're not all um, Marvel either. So I there's some. Uh, periphery movies so we'll get into that the first one is wolverine the wolverine and you have i'm sorry uh, just for out. uh hold on you you, you drop the, these go in randomly right uh no i did not do a random so i got some feedback from jordash shaquille okay and i seeded them from uh highest rotten tomatoes to lowest rotten tomatoes so uh, okay. We cool. have some better matchups. It's a little more even matchups, I think. We're, we're still playing around with it. Next week we might do something a little different. But the first matchup is the Wolverine came out in 2013. This is the one where Logan goes up against his uh, the Silver Samurai, um, and it goes against X Men First Class came out in 2011, where they essentially stopped the Cold War. It's the introduction of the all the you know Professor X, Magneto. Kind of, it's like a retro retelling of the Brian Singer X universe. Cream, what's your vote? The Wolverine or X Men First Class? X Men First Class. Okay, Joe. X Men First Class. Wolverine's cameo in that film is better than the entirety of the Wolverine. Yeah, you get the the X uh, Weapon X Wolverine in there. Um, awesome! I that's will also it. That's say not X-Men in X. Class. That's not in X Men First Class. Is that in the Days of Future Past? The Wolverine cameo. That's not in that movie. Yeah, it is. No, it's in X Men. Um, it's like the second Days First of Future class. Past. There is no sec. No, Days of yeah. Future Past is stars Wolverine. No, what what was the what was the second a- after the first class uh, movie that came out that had all those apocalypse. characters? Yeah, it, it doesn't was, matter. It was boys. Apocalypse. X-Men that's when, for that's what you get. No, the cameo I'm talking about X-Men is when they're trying to go around recruiting all the the people and they. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought the you bar. meant the weapon. The Weapon X cameo. Oh no. That one. Yeah, oh, that yeah, was he's cool. He's in the bar. Yeah, as good. good as, uh... Yeah, good okay. job, Joe. Good job. He said. I think that was their one F word they used in that movie. Doesn't yep. he just say "fuck off"? <laughs> yep. Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck off. All right. So Joel, uh, you go. You go first oh, class too. Uh, yes, I do. So does John Hill on chat. And I'm submitting the score. Oh, you're counting uh, chat votes too? Is that what's happening? Yeah, yeah, why not? Um, next one, 
Jumper, starring Hayden Christensen. He was a teleporting uh, douchebag. And then we have Logan, uh, the 2017 uh, film with Patrick Stewart and Hugh Jackman. Uh, Joe, you got the ball on this one. What do you say? Okay, so full disclosure, I didn't see Jumper, but um, I don't think any Hayden Christensen <laughs> film would, would beat Logan, so I'll go with Logan. <laughs> okay, I will also say Logan. <laughs> Cream? Cream of Egbert? I mean, I can't believe we're comparing these movies. Yes, Logan, yes. And Joe, you win. Awesome. For not seeing Jumper. <laughs> All Sam okay. Jackson aside. Next up. Yeah. Next up, we have X-Men Origins Wolverine. came out in 2005. And Deadpool 2 came out last year. I'm definitely going to say Deadpool 2. Cream, what do you say? Deadpool 2 uh, had a lot of fun making... F- at the very end, they have a clip where you know, they, they reference <laughs> this this other movie, X-Men Origins Wolverine, kind of featuring the blob <laughs> and Gambit and everybody else. Yes, yes, Deadpool 2, yes. <laughs> Wow, I, right, I remember Joe. how much hype there was about seeing Gambit on the big screen finally. Um, but yeah, Deadpool two yeah. all the way. Okay, cool. Um, next we have X Men: Last Stand. It was the final original universe X Men movie before New Class, our first class, and then Chronicle which was a found footage superhero film came out in 2012 starring a bunch of high schoolers that touch a meteorite and get super telekinetic powers. Uh, it's going to go to cream on this one. Believe it or not, I'm one of the 17 people in the universe that liked the last stand, uh, bullet tooth, Tony, I'm the juggernaut bitch. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I'm gonna go. I, I, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go Chronicle though. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but Chronicle had uh, awesome. an early Michael B. Jordan. Do you remember Michael B. Jordan? Yes, early in sure did sure in did. his career. Um, I remember him now. Yeah, I know Joe, this have man. You, Joe, have you seen Chronicle? I have seen Chronicle. Yeah. Okay. Um. So what's your vote, Cream? Yeah, I, I have to go Chronicle. It's it's a close one though. Okay. Just know that I'm I'm not. This is not an easy decision. I'm going Chronicle. I I, I did like Last Stand. I'm I'm a I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, um, you vote. Is it is it me? Yep. Okay. This is uh, not a close one at all for me. I Last Stand is like four different movies into one. Okay. And they all involve Wolverine somehow being like everyone's stepdad all of a sudden. Remember the uh, first scene though where they do young uh uh young Professor Jean X Gray. and young Magneto? Sure. I mean it yeah. doesn't it has cool scenes in it, but just overall it's, it's not all it's, bad. It's way too much yeah. and then they finish on the I'm dark I'm agreeing. I mean I'm agreeing. Yeah, they finish on the dark Phoenix Phoenix tease, which they didn't end up doing because this one sucked too much and they just ended up loose rebooting everything, so Chronicle easily here with young Michael B. Jordan. Yep, I also vote Chronicle as well. Uh, that movie is awesome. One shot and in Chronicle, that kid sitting in the car and then crushing the car in the background with his hand. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. 
Um, I also love how they int- introduce like him doing his own cinematography with his telekinesis and the and the hidden or the the video camera. I thought that was really creative as well. Oh, like yeah, the cinematography uh, of like flying cameras and phones and shit. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. Um, all right, and then uh, moving on, we have uh, X Men Apocalypse. This is the last X Men film. Came out in two thousand and sixteen had Oscar Isaac as a uh, as Apocalypse, the original mutant, and then we have the very first X-Men film which came out in 2000 and uh, it's on Joe this time. Wow. Okay, so the first X-Men pretty you know, pretty uh not symbolic. What's the opposite of symbolic? Uh um, mediocre. It sort of brought into the. No, no, no. It sort of brought superheroes into the forefront before uh, Iron Man by several years. It really kind of kicked things off. It was a well received movie. Apocalypse was uh-huh. kind of like the opposite. It was a big budget. Everything looks good and spectacular film, but the story wasn't so great. And I don't know, kind of paint right. by numbers. So both these are, are like middling movies but for the like x-men 2000 for the good reasons and apocalypse for the wrong reasons like they're coming down a notch x-men's kind of on on the way up in 2000 (sighs) seems wrong to pick apocalypse because i barely remember a thing that happened in it so i'm gonna choose x-men 2000 just because it sort of kicked off the era of the comic book movie. I think it was the first one after blade that uh, really yeah. got things going. I like, I'll uh, do it. Fun fact. Yeah. Fun fact. Kevin Feige actually was a production assistant on the original X-Men. So you're absolutely right. It kicked off a whole lot more than it may seem like. And Oscar Isaac was just hard to take serious as a bad guy in that film. So I'm going X-Men as well. Creamy. What do you choose? Yeah, the Apocalypse was Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie. And the coolest <laughs> part of Apocalypse was uh, the uh, the Wolverine Weapon X scene. And then the other cool part was uh, just the idea of, oh, damn it. What's the Asian X-Men uh, played by, uh, damn it, that hot lady that used to Psylocke? do the gaming network? Uh yeah, oh, Psylocke. Psylocke was in it, so that was like yeah. the, that was cool to see her. But that that's where it ends. Uh, oh yeah, a, a, what... original original Xbox man or Xbox X Men, the original X Men. <laughs> yeah, just seems like another. It's the third movie in a row where they're like, "Oh, Magneto, you're not such a bad guy," and then it turns out, "Oh yeah, he really is a piece of shit after all." <laughs> yeah, and yeah. the yeah first X Men movie. Scene. I, I just have so many, it, it's also a little bit of nostalgia too. Like I was working at a movie theater when that uh, movie was released. And, and so I had like all the collector cards. They, they did a, a promotion package where you could get like these postcards that had all the main X-Men characters, the casting. I mean, game over X-Men. Yeah. X-Men takes it. Um, we also have in the next round we have Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer and X Two: X Men United. It's my vote. 
I actually just watched X2 um, and was it's a really good film it's probably one of the better x-men films um it's very balanced between wolverine and the rest of the story uh and i really liked it so i'm going x2 cream x2 yeah easily x2 (laughs) that opening scene with nightcrawler um i don't know the fantastic four in that area era not not great uh, before we move on, though, yeah. I think I do, I do want to say that the way they handled Silver Surfer in Fantastic Four: Rise of the Silver Surfer, it, w- it was voiced by Morgan or not, not Morgan Freeman. That's uh, racist. Lawrence uh, Fishburne. Damn it! Yeah, Lawrence Fishburne. Larry Morpheus. Fishburne. Yeah. 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 Larry Fishburne voiced yeah. the Silver Surfer, and I thought the Silver Surfer on screen, I thought he looked really cool, and in the intro. Or one of the early scenes in the movie where uh, Johnny Storm chases him and realizes that you know it's the Silver Surfer, uh, and then they they hinted at uh, Galactus with the silhouette and the uh, yeah. uh, planet eating scene. It's like a cloud cloud of fire. Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a chance of coolness in that movie, but. Uh, it's the curse of the Fantastic Four. There's, it's just never going to be a good movie. So, you should call yeah. him Johnny Captain America. Yeah, Captain basically. America. <laughs> yeah, Snow yeah, Train. Totally. <laughs> um, cool. Next matchup, we have Ben Affleck as uh, the Daredevil in 2003, and X Men: Days of Future Past. Uh, Cream, I believe it's on you, bud. Uh, X-Men Days of Future Past all day long, every day. Uh, they start really hitting their stride. And, um, yeah, Ben Affleck, uh, yeah. Not yeah. not good. Yeah, I did good not call. like Daredevil. Yeah. Joe, what do you think? Yep. Um, it was a nice twist to put um, Michael Clark Duncan as the kingpin. I mean, he kind of fit, yeah. fit the body size. That was awesome, but other R.I.P. Than that, right? So R.I.P. Yeah. Clark. Yeah. R.I.P. Did you say Days of Future Past, Joe? Yes. Yes. Daredevil had zero happening for it. Okay. Good call. Um, cool. So I'll tell you what. I'll tell you one thing. Now we go though. to uh, Michael Clark Duncan and, and Daredevil. You know, had, had that movie succeeded on his. On his way to his nearby uh, bank, uh, cashing some checks, that might have been a green mile for him. Okay. All right. All right. Next, we have uh, Fantastic Four, the uh, 2005 first Fantastic Four, and then we have the original Deadpool 2016. Uh, Joe, you're up first. Shut up, Deadpool. Deadpool. It's Joe's up first. Shut up. Yeah. Stop talking, Deadpool. Okay. I don't think any more words are needed here. No more words, Deadpool. Next round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? Right? <laughs> I mean, right? It. Yeah. Did, I mean, you, did anyone you... like the first Fantastic Four? Uh, no. I couldn't handle the commish as the thing. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're in round two now. Um, so now we have some new movies against some movies that won the first round. So we have uh, the 1994... 
hard to find Fantastic Four film. Ooh. It was made using a lot of rubber, uh, similar to what you saw in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle films. Um, I actually watched this. It's a really fun, shitty movie, but it's real bad. It's just real bad. Um, and uh, it's up against. I think they X-Men shot that movie on class. VHS. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even think they <laughs> used real 35 millimeter. Like, I think they, they used like that uh, on VHS. news equipment. <laughs> Use like local <laughs> news cameras to shoot the film. <laughs> um, as much as I would like to vote for that, I put it in as a gag just to see if it would like go up against something shittier. But I have to go with X Men First Class on this one. Uh, Cream, what do you think? Same. Yeah, you I haven't even seen it, so I, you, I guess I'm look it my up. vote shouldn't count. There's, but uh, I've seen screenshots to, on Amazon of it. Prime. I just there's never a, have bothered to seek it out. Yeah, there's a documentary all about how it was made, and um, it's I believe it's on Amazon Prime. Everyone should watch it. It's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, okay, so that documentary funny. already sounds way more interesting than that movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, and if it was the documentary, I would probably have it beat out first class, but I didn't do it that way. So uh, next we have this okay. is hilarious. Okay. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Two: Secret of the Ooze versus Logan. <laughs> Uh, oh no Mm. this is hard (laughs) go ninja go ninja go go yeah go go. yeah vanilla ice and they fall through the floor in super shredder oh Oh, no this is hard a fight between logan and super shredder that's a claw fight all day logan Logan easily because he's healing factor of course yeah, but I mean, Super Shredder is pumped full of ooze. This is true. He might Although, heal faster just you know, based on the mutant gen. He got killed by a falling bridge, so that's not so great. Dang. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Go Ninja. Go Ninja. All right, Joe, what do you vote, bud? I'm going to go Logan. Uh, TMNT2 is my favorite Turtles movie, but... Um, Logan was just, I guess, objectively better in every single way. I think nostalgia is really the only thing that would make me think for one second about That's allowed. (laughs) I agree. Logan is a superior film. Cream. I love the intro scene of Secret of the Ooze where they have to, like, throw the bottle of mutant gin around and they find the dandelions that are, like, way too big. Um, but then Logan introduces like X-23 and I love the idea of an aging Professor X uh, with dementia and all that. So yeah, I go, I go Logan. Yeah. Okay, Logan takes it. And our chat is definitely agreeing with that. Stop the vanilla. <laughs> you have to stop that vanilla ice. Stop it now. Okay, I will. Stop Ninja. Right. Stop Ninja. Stop. <laughs> stop. 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 Next stop. We, stop Ninja. We have... Jennifer Gardner's Electra in 2005 up against Boo. Deadpool 2018. <laughs> do we need to talk What's about What's your Electra beats, by the way? <laughs> how do I see that? Wait, how it's do you a see new the movie? movie it's introduced in round two. Oh, I see. No, no, no. I, no, I just thought. It, it, okay. Yeah, okay. and then there's some. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. It was in introduced. Two, yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Wow. Well, there's no way that's... All right. Yep. Uh, 
Uh, all right. Next just, we have. Yeah, Joel just clicked the thing. One. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I just I did. Uh, uh, if you I saw can't believe Electra got my made. Super... How about that? Let's start there. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty interesting. I think. Um, I mean, you got to learn a lot about the hand, and you had um, the dude that played uh, Lord Zod, uh, General Zod. He was in it. Uh, Terrence Stamp. Um, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't terrible, but it's definitely bad. So, yeah, but isn't in the comics? Um, isn't Elektra like a badass Asian assassin ninja? She's immortal too. She had died and come back from the dead. She's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, but and then we get Jennifer Garner with her weird lips. Like that's she's the whitest person that I can think of on the planet. Didn't they have yeah, Evanescence is right. my immortal on that soundtrack oh, no. for that reason? Oh no. <laughs> Feels like that fits the time frame. Oh no. <laughs> I thought they did a much better oh, job God. of Electra in the Netflix Daredevil. Yeah. Uh, not that that's a high bar with Jennifer Garner. This was again yeah. before <laughs> Iron Man uh, when they sort of figured out how to do things. They were yeah. like, here's a star, here's a comic book character. Let's see what works. Remember they made a Halle Berry yeah. Catwoman movie. That's not on here, is it? No. Okay. That maybe we'll do I don't that know next what week. They did we'll with do that DC. Because... <laughs> 2005 was a weird time, wasn't it? It was just a bad time in pop culture and uh, and movies, music. I, I think we if we deleted trying. 2005 from the history books, no one would be upset. Yeah. All right, next up we have My Super Ex-Girlfriend starring Uma Thurman. And Chronicle is back at it again. Did you guys see My Super Ex-Girlfriend at all? No. Um, Was that with <laughs> one of the Wilson brothers? Uh, I don't know who Luke? the male lead was, but I know Uma Thurman threw a shark at him at one point. She's a bit neurotic. I want to say it was Luke Wilson. And Are you sure it's not like sound, Hancock, that sounds right. No, I looked up Hancock. Hancock was a Columbia picture. That's a Sony property. Um, okay. All right, so I guess I'm up. I will go Chronicle, definitely. Cream. Chronicle. Yeah, so. same. All right. Same Z's. Moving on. Cream, you're up first. We got the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, Turtles in Time, where they became the went back and were samurais against the original X-Men. <laughs> original X-Men. No, no. Uh, I, I won't explain myself. Yeah. Oh, I, I just <laughs> looked it up. So my super ex-girlfriend is Uma Thurman, but Hancock is Charlie Theron. Who is the the B in that one? Yep. Um, yep. To answer this question, I will go X Men zero zero. All right, I will as well. All right, and let's. Look Do you have the original Ninja next? Turtle on this list? I'm looking. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Next round, it's happening. Oh no. So, so we have the original Ninja Turtles, 1990, against X2, X-Men United. Uh, Joe, you were up first on this one. This is a, this is a tough matchup. Um, original 
Turtles second, only behind the the second Turtles, as as far as my favorite goes. Um, yep. But X Men Two is probably the best X Men movie, so I, I think I got to put that over. Yeah, it's, I same struggle. I just watched it with my kid recently. Uh, it it's magical for kids. It looks like shit for adults. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with X Two, Cream. Um. Oh man. Um. What was the plot of X two? It was uh. Striker. It's you get. And Wolverine. That's right. Striker, Wolverine, yeah, yeah. registration act. Yeah. Yeah. Against every bone in my body, I'll go X two. I really. I wanted to say, uh, what What if I did say the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Will that go to chat? Or, I mean, is this debatable? Uh, they're all not, young boys. I'm going X2. S- I'm going X2. Okay. Or X-Men. Awesome. Two. United. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. I love them both. <laughs> all right. X2 takes it. All right, next matchup. We got X-Men uh, the two newest Fantastic X2. Four. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it says on the uh, on the screen, X2, X-Men United 03, which is uh, way more of a happy story than X2, X-Men United 93, when they all crashed in the field. Oh, uh, <laughs> what? I don't know what that is? <laughs> that, that was that was a different um, movie. Never mind. Never mind. I missed it. What, okay. what movie was that, Joe? <laughs> United ninety three. Oh shit! Okay. Oh, yes. different yeah. movies. Yeah. The okay. one where all the X Men died in the field. Oh yes. <laughs> was that that Nicholas Cage in it? I forget who was in United ninety three. No, that was World Trade Center. Nick, uh, United ninety three had Locke from Lost. Am I wrong? The bald guy? Yeah, I don't know. Let I didn't let's, see it. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it. Back <laughs> well, what the this. hell are you making jokes uh, about then? If you haven't seen the film, I just I thought it'd be a funny concept to have all the X Men <laughs> die in a plane crash on September eleventh. So sue me. All right, Wolverine would survive. We have the newest Jet fuel is, is we have nothing the, to Wolverine. We have the we have the newest Fantastic Four came out in two thousand and fifteen with the. The, the little drummer boy from Whiplash as uh, Reed Richards against X-Men Days of Future Past. Uh, I'm up first. Uh, that movie was really bad. I, I, I did not like that Fantastic Four at all. I'm going X-Men Days of Future Past. Cream, you're up. Um, yeah. Uh, same answer. Too many cooks. You know what I mean? Like I think that could have been a good movie. And I believe that in the future there will be a good fantastic four movie or maybe they'll be integrated into uh, you know the marvel universe now that there's been this acquisition or whatever um also same director as the chronicles that we had uh yeah when josh in round one yeah yeah so same same director interesting I, i feel sorry for this man um of course you know i'm going uh days of future past uh I, th- I think it's a that's an easy decision. Well, I didn't realize okay. that the the 
kid from Whiplash was in the Fantastic Four. Um, he was also I, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I yep. I didn't yep. like Whiplash. I thought that was pretentious, and I thought the main oh, I uh, character was an <laughs> asshole and deserved to. We've, we've had many uh, long conversations about this. Disagree. Uh, I think the movie's about the professor. <laughs> I mean, it can be about yeah, both. One, they can both be assholes. Were you the rushing or were you dragging? Worst words in the English language are good job. <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> He's great. Final, final round oh, for, man, for round two. So we have uh, Sean Connery and a bunch of literary characters in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Came out in 2003 against uh, Deadpool 2016. Uh, Joe. Oh, I just went. John, you were up. Actually, I am up. I'm going to say Deadpool. Who, me? Uh, I said Deadpool. What do you say? I don't think anyone's going to say the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen over Deadpool. <laughs> but let's find out. Uh, I did read the comic, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Great graphic novel. Uh, Deadpool wins as far as movies go. I would have said the exact yeah, the same graphic. thing. <laughs> Okay, good. Didn't translate. Um, all right, we're in round, we're in round three. So we have we've talked about all of these. Ooh, so it's getting hot, brief. everybody. Is this good podcast? Is okay, everyone so... having fun right now? Are you listening to this still? Is anyone here? Hello. Yeah, we got Are listeners. People... We got nine. Well, listeners. no, no, no one else has mics, so that they can't respond. Well, I know, but I'm just you know to that sad sack of shit driving to his uh, office space job. Uh, you know. Just hello. I hope you're doing. I hope you're enjoying this. I don't know. (laughs) I'm sure it's like we're better. I feel like we're doing. We're we're just banging out these movies. I I feel like we should like talk about. Well, I guess the the, nope. That's I I suppose the baits will start now, won't it? Yeah, round three. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens. So, we have X Men First Class. Uh, and Logan, which came out in 2017, cream you up first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, X Men First Class. The third time that they've used the, or, well, I guess it was the beginning of the Michael Fassbender. I want to be a good guy, but I'm a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. Plot. They, they've awesome overused that scene. plot so many times in the X-Men movies. Um, and then you got Logan Kevin Bacon. in our rating. Um, yep. And possibly Logan. our last uh, possibly our last full-on Jackman. huge Jackman. Yeah. Only uh, I'll go, I'm Jack. going to go Logan on this one, but I feel like it's a close one for me. I'm going to say Logan. Logan. Joe, what do you say? So X-Men First Class also had January Jones involved in it, which automatically knocks anything down by five points. I did have Kevin Bacon. <laughs> He's kind of felt out of place in it. Um, I don't know why. I, I feel like I just I just know Kevin Bacon too much as the actor Kevin Bacon. And so when you see him in something like this, it sort of takes you out of it. I don't know. That might not be the right reason, but something about him being there as as Shaw, I think his name was, was was odd. Um, yes, Sebastian, Sebastian Shaw. Yeah, yeah. Um, Logan, on the other hand, was a great adaptation of uh, a great series. 
Um, so as good as I, I said I liked First Class and then nitpicked it uh, to pieces a second ago, uh, I'll go ahead and go with Logan. Um, X-Men First Class was a great reboot of the X-Men series, kind of. But Joe, Logan you and I saw story. Logan in the theater, I believe. I think we saw both these together in the theater. <laughs> Joe, has, Joe and I have seen like half of these movies together in the theater. <laughs> yeah, That's we didn't awesome. know each other when Daredevil right. came out, so we didn't Thank see that. God. Thank God. Okay, we're at the final 20 minutes of Would have spoiled our, our friendship, uh, I think, a little bit. We have uh, Deadpool 2 versus Chronicle. Deadpool 2 versus Chronicle. Joe, you're up first. This is kind of a tough one. Deadpool 2 was fun, but I don't know if it really broke any new ground like Deadpool did. At the other hand, uh, Chronicle, I don't think I had super strong opinions on. Um, like, oh, this is blow away great. Like, I liked it a lot, but I don't know how much I really liked it if I stack it up against a film like Deadpool 2. So this is... a. Uh, this is a an interesting seating here. I think for the sake of that I see, and I don't know if this is how I should be voting, another Deadpool film in the tournament at a different spot, I think I want to go ahead and see what Chronicle does and put that as, a, yeah. as the top choice here. Yeah, great thought process. I uh, That scene where all the he- X-Force heroes jump out of the plane is one of the greatest things in, I've ever seen in a superhero film. <laughs> Um, but I think Chronicle was really creative and one of a kind and it's, yeah, I'm going to go Chronicle. I, 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 for the same reason Joe said, so cream, you're up. Yeah. Uh, Deadpool was a sequel and, um, to reiterate, yeah, it, it was hilarious and it was a fun ride, but it was like, um, you know, it was like ice cream or, uh, uh, or chocolate cake at a birthday party. <laughs> Chronicles, however, was like a completely original new adventure where you had no idea what was going to happen. You didn't know what any of the characters were. Um, I'm, I, I'm in on Chronicles. Let's go. Chronicles. All right. Awesome. I thought we would have some disagreement there, but oh, oh well. Uh, next, this is fun. We I, got. I, I just uh, recently X-Men. watched Deadpool two too. Like it's uh, it's fresh in my head. Me, uh, me and the wife watched it, and she is not a fan of. I mean, she's never like asking me to watch uh, comic book movies, but uh, she really liked it. And uh, yeah, Deadpool learns a lesson in the in the movie. It's a it's a it's a hard decision, but yeah, I think. I feel good about Chronicle. Yeah, and so Michael B. Jordan. Chat, Are you kidding so... me? That guy's a hunk. Killmonger. Yeah. yeah, our chat is also agreeing with Chronicle as well. All right, we got the X- Battle of the X-Men now. So we have X-Men, the original, and X-Men uh, X2. And I, 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 I got to stand by the fact that, uh, just for the fact that Halle Berry and the original X-Men said, what happens when a frog gets struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to anything that gets struck by lightning. That that nicks it for me. So X2 is going to take the win. Cream, what do you say? Dude, first scene of like the uh, like underground X-Men, like below the mansion, uh, like entrance to the danger room. And 
the what was the computer he hooked up to his head? What was that called thing? The Cerebrus, yeah. Cerebro. I go X Men. I go. I yeah. go OG. Cerebro. Cerebro. He was a bro. All right. So um, we, I go OG. We have yeah. two. All right, Joe. What was it Senator Kelly? He turned into a water man or something. Yep. What was that? He turned into a jellyfish yep. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, jellyfish man. That's an unfortunate mutant ability. <laughs> I'm going X2 X Men United '93. Um, the yeah, the White House scene with Nightcrawler at the beginning. That's oh, you're right. Probably the best action scene out of the dude. Two. And Colossus shows up in that motherfucker, doesn't he? he For does. a second, yeah. I can help. Yeah, but still, it, sh- it still help. shows him. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And and Iceman you is a baller in that movie there, too. Do something. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we're going X2. What'd you vote, Joel? I voted X2 as well. Yeah. What? Uh, I thought you voted X1. No, I voted X2, man. It's great. I can't handle Halle Berry and X-Men, the very first one, so I voted X2. Um, Who's the guy that plays Striker? Do you guys remember that actor's name? Yeah, it's Brian... uh, God damn it. Um, Oh, yeah, you're right. It is Brian. um, He's in a bunch of other stuff. He's good. Um. Yeah, I can't remember Moving his on. last name, but uh, okay. Um, I like him in that the original movie, Hannibal adaptation. Lecter Have you seen Man that movie Hunter. adaptation with the Nick uh, Nick Cage twins and adaptation? This Brian man. Have you seen that? Of course, I've seen uh, adaptation. Yeah, he says uh, was the biggest sin in storytelling is narration or whatever. Remember that? He's like <laughs> screaming at Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Is it Brian Cox? All right. I, yeah, I thought it was something pretty Brian simple Cox, like yeah. that. All right, we got uh, the X-Men Days of Future Past uh, against Deadpool. And uh, uh, Cream, you're up first. Um, Cream of Egbert. This is a tough one. Um, I will... I was just telling, um, uh, I told you guys we watched uh, Deadpool 2 recently, and I was telling wife, I said, you know, as someone who's been reading Deadpool comics for the last 10 years, it was really amazing to see a movie finally get made, and a, it not suck, and B, it actually like Ryan Reynolds, and it kind of just nails it as far as the, mm-hmm. the Wade Wilson dead Deadpool character goes. Um, I really like Future Past though, uh, Days of the, Days of the Future Past X Men. Um, that movie was badass. It was a a period piece, right? Like it it took place in the what sixties, uh, Cuban Missile Crisis, mm-hmm. uh, the whole scene with. Yeah. Xavier and uh, no, that's first class. Am, am I wrong? Days of yeah. oh, Days of Future Past. Yeah. Don't they go back in time to it's the Sentinels? It was the 80s. This is the Sentinels, Kitty Pride, and and uh, and Introduction Doctor of Sentinels. Xavier okay. work together. They butterfly effect Logan okay. back in time. First appearance of Quicksilver. It's got old, old and young Xavier. I'm torn, boys. Um, I'm going. I'm gonna go Deadpool. I'm gonna go Deadpool. Okay. Uh, yeah, Joe, it's in. Say? Lock it. Count my Chad. Locked. We got gotcha. you. Yeah, pretty uh, 
Tornier too. Um, Days of Future Past is another one that I really like for the X Men. It does a good job of condensing a long uh, comic story arc into uh, what we already sort of know and love about the X Men that we've already seen on screen in one future reboot movie or one previous reboot movie and one uh, a couple other original series movies with some uh, returning characters. Uh, Deadpool, I don't think is as rewatchable as I thought it was going to be. Like he does start to get annoying after a while, which I guess is part of the charm of Deadpool. Is Deadpool? Yeah, he annoys all all of his uh, opponents all the time. Um, but it's something that I would want to sit down and rewatch. I think Days of Future Past is is going to be the more epic. I'll sit down and watch this if it's on TV and uh, not be annoyed by the main character. I don't know. I'm pretty. This is a pretty sixty uh, forty decision. But I'm going Days of Future Past. Okay. Um, also, remember the intro to Days of me. Future Past where like Bishop is Hold there. On. You had and, your time. Like, we're 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 in the five oh, minute left on the podcast. Sorry, I thought so this I got, was a podcast. Be... I thought it was a free space. Yeah. Well, it's gonna cut off early and it won't be anything. Uh, so Deadpool was first superhero rom com. Days of Future Past first superhero time travel flick. Um, but Deadpool, it broke the mold in terms of an R-rated uh, movie, and that initial yeah. action sequence sold it, dude. So I'm, yeah. going, I'm going Deadpool. Yeah. Um, all right, we're in our, our final round before we get to our our, our finals, so semifinals here. Uh, we are on myself, Logan versus Chronicle. Logan takes the win for me. It's, uh, I mean, it was nominated for an Oscar for screen adaptation. I love that film. And uh, for a superhero film to make you feel emotions, that's a big deal. So I'm going Logan. Cream? Um, yeah, Chronicle was amazing. Logan was amazing. Uh, Logan was dark. It had some undertones. I'm going Logan. Go Logan. Yep, I'm going to go Logan, too. Uh, both great films, but I think uh, Logan is the better, you know, pure superhero film that we all know and love. I guess genre superhero, if that makes sense, an established super. I don't know. Logan, better, uh, Logan was yeah. like the first superhero movie I saw in a long time that felt like a movie and not a superhero movie. It felt like yeah, a drama yeah, in its own. Like dramatic. You know I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, we have X two versus Deadpool. Cream of Egbert. Um, I'm a I'm a Deadpool guy, man. I, re- I like, <laughs> and I'm not one of these you newcomer <laughs> fair weather bitches. Like, I, I literally, <laughs> I literally was into Deadpool in you introduced the early me 2000s. to Deadpool. I'm just saying. Man. I love him, man. I just think he's so funny. And it was like I would go to the comic book store and I would set my budget at $25 and I would get four or five books. And every fucking week it was Deadpool. And then they made a movie and they nailed it. I'm going Deadpool. <laughs> I like right, X2. Joe, what this is say? a hard. This is not an easy choice for me. I like X2 a lot. <laughs> I'm going Deadpool because I like Wolverine a lot. This is the this is the, the life I live. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough. We're it's a hard choice. Um, yeah, I, I think uh, I, I definitely love both these movies too. Um, I voted for Days of Future Past in the previous round. 
this time though, X two. Joe, X two is a sequel, man. Come on. I know. I don't. I don't think it's well. I mean, so is Days of Future Past, but I don't think X two is as epic of a sequel. It's a. It's a great, amazing storyline, but something about the Days of Future Past epicness of the time travel and all the characters being introduced. Um, I like that. Uh, is which is I think why I put it above Deadpool. But uh, I think I'm putting Deadpool above X2 in this instance just because I think it's, uh, like uh, like Joel said, sort of the better um, rom-com, or the first rom-com. And then uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going with it, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll be the outlier in this. And I, uh, I do love Deadpool, but for, in terms of a story... I got to go with X2. It just established, uh, it had a lot more weight. It clearly learned a lot from the first film. Um, and you got to see this world that was reacting to mutants in a way that I only read about in the comic books. You also got that awesome post credits teaser of the shadow of the Phoenix flying over. Uh, I think it was called, uh, uh, I can't, uh, Alkali Lake. That's where all the Project X stuff happened. But so yeah, I'm going X2. But you guys beat me out, which means our final matchup is going to be between Deadpool and Logan. And uh, we will go to you first, Joe. Oh wow, uh, this one's tough. I mean, the the last couple rounds have been tough. Um, we're going. Comedy rom com versus sort of action western. And I think, despite what I love about Deadpool and what he did for this sort of genre of. Uh, he was before Logan, was he not? Uh, with, with the, uh, the rated R? Uh, Deadpool's the first rated R modern super de- superhero film. Okay. They did a Punisher back in the 90s that was so rated I, R, but yeah, this is the first one that counts. They did what back in the 90s that was rated R? I know Blade. They did a Punisher Blade. film. Oh, yeah, and Blade. Oh, yeah. yeah, they, right. yeah. Right. He's not the first, yeah. Okay. Um, I think despite that, um, it, it, re, it I guess reintroduced to the forefront of being being a possibility of a high-grossing film. I'm going to go with Logan. I think it's the better all uh, the better overall story. Um, Deadpool's hilarious, but uh, just Logan is a, a solid story. Yeah, um, Logan is is uh, it's a gift to nerds everywhere. Um, just the fact that they took that film and put part of it in a farmhouse and made you feel for these characters and getting to see Logan be the hero at the end. Um, and then the introduction, introduction of, um, what's it? X 11, uh, that little girl, man, that actress and everything that that character brought. Cause it was like a, it was like Logan remembering just the savage he used to be. Um, and then you have professor X, um, reminding Logan of the man that he always wanted to be. Oh my God. Everything about that film is just, uh, it's it's probably a perfect film from a superhero perspective. So Logan gets my vote. Creamy, take us home, buddy. Well, it seems like I've been outvoted. Uh, are we still looking at chat on this? Good look at chat um, all day I long, see... brother. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't care Nothing what they new... say. I have my answer. 
Go ahead and say it, man. Well, it's like comparing um, apples and oranges here. You know, you get this, uh, get this sort of um, end of a story. Uh, everyone's, in my opinion, it's like the Marvel Batman. In my opinion, you know, yeah. like I've I've always been a huge Wolverine fan, um, and and he's been in so many movies, and so you have this culmination of like finally we get a a a Wolverine story a that is fitting yeah. to all of the writers and all of the artists involved in all of the storytelling and you know since his inception, uh, in comic in comic books, and but then but then you got Deadpool, which is like a comedy. It's a goofball movie, and he and he outright makes fun of Wolverine and, and Hugh Jackman. I think I'm gonna stick with Deadpool. I will. I will stick with Deadpool. Okay. If I had to pick a movie to watch tonight out of the two, I'm going Deadpool. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, then that makes Logan our winner. Um, that was a lot of fun. That was Rad Dad March Dadness. Fox Hero Bang Bang. I'm excited to see how the Marvel Universe introduces the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. Neymar the Submariner. Oh gosh, there's so much uh, so much to be excited for. Unfortunately, boys, we are running out of time. I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, Joe. Thanks, buddy, for getting on the show. You're welcome to join anytime you want. I really appreciated having you on. And uh, a big shout out to Madeira and Podcast Right Now. If you like Rad Dad Radio, please check out podcast right now um it's an awesome show and without it um it's it, it's a good chance that we wouldn't exist we've learned so much from you guys so thank you joe thank you cream thank you listeners everywhere ladies and gentlemen this has been rad dad radio now tuned into the motherfucking greatest uh, 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 turn the music up in the headphones turn it up you can go and brush your shoulders off, nigga. I got you. Brush them off. Yeah. If you're feeling like a pimp, nigga, go and brush your shoulders off. Ladies is pimps too. Go and brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby. Don't forget that boy told your kid that. Turn up your shoulders. I'm probably over to y'all. Probably be locked by the force. Trying to hustle some things. That go with the push. Feeling no remorse. Feeling like my hand was false. Middle finger to the law, nigga. Grip him a ball. Said the ladies, they love me. From the bleachers, they screaming. All the ballers is bouncing. They like the way I be leaning. All the rappers be hating. Off the track that I'm making. But all the hustlers, they love it. Just to see one of us make it. Came from the bottom of the bottom. To the top of the pots. Nigga, London, Japan. And I'm straight up the block. Like a running back. Get it, man? I'm straight up the block. I could run it back, nigga. Cause I'm straight with the block. Is it over?